0: of the golden fall.
1: As always, beautiful. (laughs) The
2: end sounded like a bowel movement. It was (laughs) well. We are the boys of the golden throne. That's true,
0: and we're off to a great start talking about (laughs) bowel movements in the first thirty seconds of the podcast.
1: (laughs) Uh, it's been a bit of a time for us guys. It
0: has. Yeah, we took the summer off. You know, we've been busy. Get off our dicks. You know, John's been busy getting swole and like tanning himself with sepia wash i has yeah. been slinging meat. I've
1: been. They're unrelated. What? The sepia wash and slanging meat. Oh yeah, unrelated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. I've been
0: doing things. Um, but yeah, summer is for getting out in the wild and enjoying the beautiful province that we have and the mountains. And, yeah. And, and and green grass and things like that. So, yeah, get, oh off our, get off our dick, but we're back.
1: <laughs> it's like we have lives beyond this, guys. Don't even don't Sometimes. don't 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 life shame us. Yeah. God,
0: Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, Teo, what's uh, what's going down this episode?
1: Well, we're going to be talking about our hobby and shame progress. Uh, yeah, honestly, I'm a little worried because uh, things happened way quicker than I was expecting. But yeah, shit mean, happens you when mean you party time? naked. Time? Yeah, time, time. Time faster
0: that. than you were thinking.
1: Yeah. Uh, then we're going to be doing a, a Road to Wargame cans with Vicente. Vicente! 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 Uh, we're going to talk a little about the DMD telethon. Yeah. Yeah, and the, uh, the kind of silliness that occurred with that i think we could talk about that right
0: now you know like um <laughs> i remember very little <laughs> the telethon um i think some drinks were had um i've i learned a good lesson is that when you like take a substantial time off drinking you probably <laughs> shouldn't like pe- pound bourbon with aggressively with John and and like blind pouring <laughs> drinks. I Really, you know whose fault it is? It's fucking Vicente's fault. Because he, <laughs> he got that damn decanter and he probably <laughs> knew that he's like, I'm going to get this and these boys are going to be all excited about it and I'm going to fuck them up. But literally, you probably didn't know it was going to happen like recorded live. Uh, I think the,
2: the, the lack of food was key. Yeah, the when lack I thought of food. It was like, we didn't eat and then it was like oh god, like was so hungry the next day because we didn't eat anything we just like yeah yeah and straight uh, bourbon and didn't eat
0: and then and then we had brennan over here to teach us a weathering class and both you and i were too fucking ill to go to it so
1: big time on that program. note i totally saw brennan in vancouver when i was there like a few weekends ago oh yeah just yeah, randomly yeah. Yeah, I was like in line to go see uh King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, and Brennan walked by me. He's like, What the hell? What are you doing here? That's <laughs> random for like a city of Vancouver size. That's
0: quite random.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't exactly I wasn't like on the main strip or anything. I was like near the water on the other side of Science World. Okay, up behind well that's, BC Place. that's near where where Brennan lives. So that's Yeah, right. that's where he was go walk into a friend's house. Yeah.
0: Also near the spire. Also near the spire, exactly. So Teo, like John and I, you know, we ended up passed out on the floor. Well, one of us was on the floor, one of us was in a comfy chair. Uh, (laughs) Why don't you give your impressions of the of the DMD? Because you kept you were like came in way after you, me and John were silly on the on the telephone.
1: Yeah. So when I came out, I came right after work. And uh, the the kind of started later, which kind of worked out in my favor. But you guys have been going strong before I even got there. Well,
0: that that was that's part of the reason is because John and I were like we're waiting. We had te- major technical difficulties getting the thing going. So John and I are just Good sitting step. there like, well, we better do, like obviously we're going to start drinking now. We actually had like I think we sh- we each had a cider before like we thought it was going to be scheduled, and then it like. You know the time to start Happen and then like an hour and a half later It wasn't until we actually got online So yeah John and I were way Into the drinks by the time We actually got going But uh, yeah I yeah. guess uh, now now A bunch of people are saying that Canadians can't drink And
1: uh, <laughs> Time zones man Time zones you don't even know
0: Yeah well I, you know I, I'm not one to I'm not one to go You know for a long period of time. I like to go hard and strong from the get go. I might yeah, not be able to a, get I'm a sprinter. AJ's the
1: burning son of uh, a <laughs> 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 he, he turns into a bright star right into a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a fire and dreadnought.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well at least I'll have you at uh at uh War Games camp to uh pick up my corpse and take me to uh my cabin
1: and i'm in. pretty sure i could uh, i could uh pick you up like a child and put you to bed
0: oh sweet not like a fireman carry like an no, actual no. like like a uh, like baby
1: a, yeah i'll hold you like a baby i'll like wrap you up in a little, little blanket a little sweet print can i swaddle you
0: oh sure that sounds great i'll probably need it at a certain point <laughs> you I'll wake be up swaddled by, r- by many men at war games yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> But yeah, uh, I think in the end we like we—I'll use the royal we—and all of us uh, raised three, just over three and a half grand over the course of the telethon. So, big ups to uh, all the people that donated. I'm sure we had a huge part of that. Of people are just like <laughs> these guys need help. I think I think we're raising money for them, right? <laughs>
1: No, it was quite funny because when I came on, yeah, you guys are pretty lit. And as soon as I get on, AJ's drunk and he's just like, why are you wearing a shirt? (laughs) I literally just stepped in the door from work, (laughs) sweaty, stanky, smelling hot dogs. And he makes me rip my shirt off.
0: I... I do recall that. Yeah, (laughs) I did. I did go back and rewatch some of it, which was like fleeting because I was like, I can't watch this. Yeah. (laughs) But I do know at some point that I like started talking about uh, William Shatner, who I refer to as Bill Shatner. Yes. (laughs) Which I have zero (laughs) recollection of whatsoever. (laughs) And then yeah, like all you know, Vince had like the meme of me just like. Like looking like oh, i just oh, like, oh, the vinegar strokes or, of AJ or something like that. And, uh, and then Brendan, I did like see the video once we were passed out of Brendan like squirting like water on me from my little like um, <laughs> airbrush bottles or whatever. <laughs> so at least we were entertaining, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. we got confirmation from Dino about John's hog.
0: Oh, did we? Was that? Yeah. Oh. I did not
1: remember. Was, yeah. I there,
0: was that when I was there, or did I leave to go pick up Brendan at
1: that Uh point? No, you, you were back at this point. So what had happened was uh, I started on there, and then I had to get ready because I had uh, a date of a woman coming over and doing, like, tarot card readings for me and the woman I was on a date with. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I had to go and get ready when I came back to talk for a bit. We like you were back and everyone was super. You guys are super drunk. And then we, me and like everyone else like got confirmation about John's hog from Dino. That's
0: hilarious. Because like I I talked to Brendan about it the next day and I was just like, so when I came and picked you up from the ferry, like, did you think I was really wasted? And he was just like. No, you seemed really good But then we, you got back on the recording And the first thing you did was like Slam almost an entire glass of whiskey in one gulp I was like, oh yeah, that probably did it <laughs> that, that was probably, that <laughs> that was was probably a a the point. end Yeah, that was uh, when my brain just switched right off <laughs> Yeah Like, I'm done,
1: now commitments are done yeah.
0: <laughs> So, yeah, no, always,
1: uh, always a fun time on the DMD telephone. Oh, <laughs> as soon as the boys come on, it just de- just de-evolves immediately. And we were on from the start, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't get any better, guys <clears throat> I
0: think I think uh, Pretty needs to find like an eject button that he can just like, and you're done. Quick, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I think we can safely say that next year we will be uh, more. We will have more food, and we will have less straight whiskey.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, I don't agree with these statements.
2: Well, maybe, the, maybe
1: the food part yeah because you have a full stomach <laughs> we definitely need
2: more food next time I would agree with that so yeah
1: always fun times
0: at the dMD i'm I'm glad that we I was shocked that we were able to uh to raise that much over uh, that period of time so
1: uh uh it totally makes sense like uh like I said like you said people were thinking they were donating to you guys <laughs> maybe.
0: We gotta help these retarded kids out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're just bumping helmets over there.
0: <laughs> just yeah, if it had gone on any longer, it would have been like that. Uh, that Simpsons reunion where all the men have pots in their hands Oh yeah, and yeah they're, they're running like, oh, and running into each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except for I yeah. would have lost for sure in that. Yeah, against John.
1: Well, every time you and John drink heavily, AJ gets hurt. This
0: is true. This is. Uh, either, well, this time I didn't get hurt. Well, the next day I was definitely hurting, but physically, like there was no bruises at least this time. Well,
1: because I don't think you guys couldn't go on an adventure. No adventure. Yeah, because
0: we passed out. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> if, the, if only we if only we had held in there and gotten to the pots on our head, then uh, then there would have been probably some neck
1: damage. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you guys would have come out like old uh, football players. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Oh, it's like I don't remember anything. I'm seizing (laughs) up. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I guess enough on that. (laughs) So, let's. uh, Why don't we come back here and we can dive into the hobby and shame.
2: Oh, shame. Good.
0: Our Our tutor who art in Nottingham Duncan Duncan, be thy name Our our paints paints be thinned thinned, Our layers be smooth smooth, On plastic as it is on resin resin. Give us this day Our daily tip and And forgive us our poor edge highlighting As we forgive those Who bring unpainted armies Lead us not into math hammer But fully closed armies All praise Nulnoyle
1: And welcome back to the boys of the Golden Throne. Mm-hmm. It's a little jazzy, right there.
0: It does, yeah. It was just there was a pause, and yeah. then continuation.
1: And then yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so welcome back. We are going to be talking about our hobby and shameful lives. Um, Some of these us are guys, shameful. Uh these two have been killing it. I have not been.
0: You've been killing it with life.
1: I yeah. uh, I've been killing it with other things, but not painting models. Oh. Well
0: there's still time, too.
2: There's still yeah,
1: a few I days.
0: A
2: AJ has
1: AJ oh. has been destroying
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, you guys better buckle up for when I get into my hobby. It's gonna buckle I'm a, up. I'm up. I'm lay down my thick hobby. Record of of the summer. <laughs> Buckle up your buttholes. Well,
1: I have the lease, so I'm going to talk first. Okay? okay, you do that too. Right. Okay, so um, a lot of my hobbying has been organizing. If that makes any sense.
0: Like organizing what you're going to do.
1: Organizing what I have done. Oh, okay. So. Um, I've been trying to make room in my house because I keep accumulating things. Like I had now have another drum kit.
0: Jesus. <laughs> Those yeah. take up space.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I have two full drum kits and an electric drum kit in my house.
0: That's pretty awesome. I didn't moment. know you, you had that electric drum kit until, uh, you and I were 10 the other day. I'm just like, what is that an electric drum kit? That's
1: awesome. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I've been doing a lot of, like, trying to figure out what things are, so I got some battle foam, so all my wolves have a home now. Oh, is that, uh,
0: and that's what you're transporting, uh, yeah. to
1: camp? Yeah, that's the plan. Cool. Uh, except I'm gonna smuggle in some clothes as well in it. Ooh, inside the battle foam. Yeah, yeah. Some clothes? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I can, like, just speed minimal pack.
0: We, no, know we know that we know that he's not bringing any any shirts, so it's just short <laughs> short underwear, maybe some socks with holes in them. You know, not uh, not some pictures of dicks.
2: Yeah, exactly. Pictures of dicks.
1: Large large printouts of dicks.
2: Whoa! Are you gonna hand them out to your like most favorite opponents?
1: They're yeah, just- they're gonna be about the size of your torso.
2: Yeah, they're just nice. pictures of your hog.
1: John, yeah, he's being There's he's being getting no. So they're gonna be drawn pictures of me of John, my interpretation of John's hog. Oh, we're well, gonna be like the postmodern the and like different oh, I love painting that. styles, like the super bad scene. Except yeah, the like super bad scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have art deco and like
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, abstract. <laughs> This is John's dick painted in abstract
0: Yes, this is the square block version
1: Yeah, this is (laughs) point Each point was done with another On this
0: this day, I chose to do do it As a watercolor
1: I was using charcoal this day Yeah, Yeah. and then one's going to be made Of macaroni pictures (laughs) Oh, Jesus (laughs) <laughs> A picture of John's hog. It's
0: just like, I used the whole bag and I didn't have enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had to use pool noodles and cut them down. <laughs> oh, that's too so good. That's been my hobby progress lately. No.
0: <laughs> that's it. Just That's it. Just just macrame versions <laughs> of. Of John's hog,
1: I I got really into knitting. So there's like a a, a penis cozy,
0: a peony cozy. Yeah. Oh, Jeez. wow. That must have taken a lot of yarn.
1: That was a lot of yarn. Yeah. It uh oh, it covers my couch on the colder days. Are
0: your wrists from all that uh, a, all that knitting? Probably tired, very tired, very, t- very sore. Very yeah. sore. Yeah.
1: yeah. I use this as an afghan right now. <laughs>
0: just remember hot and cold on those on those that's wrists. right now that, how a lot
1: <laughs> i had to get uh like uh one of those, those like uh wrist braces oh yeah yeah, yeah i just say I, I fell down roller skating <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and people look at y'all weird Sure, Teo. sure yeah
1: that's what you're
0: <laughs> roller skating <laughs>
1: Uh, but no, so we have been organizing that. I did some more work on my wolves. I just felt kind of inspired to paint some more on my Varengar. So I just added a little bit more dash of color, brightened them up a bit with like the actual highlighting of all the grays and stuff. Okay. Not a ton. Um, then I was talking to a friend of mine who, um, has been 3d printing terrain. Mm-hmm. And so me and him are collaborating on building a, a new table for me. Cause my terrain's getting kind of, old and busted and you know
0: what what's the what's the theme what's the
1: theme yeah well that's kind of what we've been working on but my I, kind of idea right now is kind of like uh more of a rolling hilled uh war torn feet battlefield so uh there if you're in the bottoms of all the hills it will cover it would be taller than a land raider
0: so would you be printing the hills is that the idea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So printing the hills, so they're like solid and like, and they're like I want to put them in like uh, so you can, uh, they're multi-purpose, so it's not just the same hill segments every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, something a little different, because you don't get to like most of the time it's like buildings or like there's not there's not a lot of hills that are going on. That'd so you be can
0: go really like, good for your scars, man. If you have yeah. like very
2: themey Chagorian kind of.
1: That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I feel like uh, 30k skews to the mechanical side of things a lot. It's rare that you see like more naturalistic tables. And that's kind
1: of what I was thinking. I would want to have a more naturalistic table where there is a lot of sight blocking, but it's yeah. not from just having a big building in the middle of the table. Right. It
2: kind of it kind of bums me out because there was a time where I always fantasized about like a really really nice jungle table, but that was because I played uh, Tyranids. Yeah. And, you know, like,
1: I feel like... Practically, it makes zero sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to have, like, minimal trees, these kind of rolling hills, and then some, like, weird little barricaded areas, and then, like, uh, crater marks. Right on. Nice. So, I've been working on that, because I would still need a new idea. Um, I kind of got some night lords in a trade and some stuff. So, but I got three kind of, um, not so well posed, kind of busted, uh, uh, mauler and castle X from Nico. Oh yeah. So oh. I took them, uh, busted them up a bit, like gave them new hands with power blades, which just look like super gnarly, like chainsaw fit ha- fingers. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. To make them just like look gnarly as hell, covered them in a bunch of chaos, spiky bits and reposition posed them. So those are going to be, uh, castle X for night Lords.
0: Swedes, so are you just gonna do that it? as like a small force, or is that yeah, just something ideas?
1: that is slowly progressed. Like I didn't want to use them for my white scars because white scars don't use robots. Right. I don't really want to get more for... I'm
2: confused. Since when do you play
1: Night Lords? Since this just trade, started. okay. Okay, I'm not intending on playing, I just had the models, and then like okay. I got in a trade like 30 terror, uh, 30 terror marines, avatar, okay. two apothecaries, and then I got. Uh, Previan and then I got the Moller Castle castlex.
0: That's like a oh, yes. little centurion for us, right? Yeah, there. yeah. Or, that's kind or of what a ZM at like a big ZM force. Three yeah. Terra Marines. It's quite a bit.
1: Yeah, and then so I and then I've been trying to get painting done, but I've been a bit distracted. So I'm going to tell you why I was distracted first. So what ended up happening? I think we is, went
0: over that with your multiple different art forms uh, of John's <laughs> Hogg. That's right.
1: <laughs> I love to go. Yeah, I really like to go to nice scenic places and then paint John's hog in the background. Like it's a, old, old... <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like those people that you see with those foldable easels that go and hike yeah. the mountains.
1: And <laughs> like but it's just John's games. hog. <laughs> yeah. So I use the color theory that's going on in nature to use on John's
0: hog. Uh, it adds to more yeah. of the, of the abstract the color aspect. that's
1: right so like i've got one that looks like his balls have a nice crashing wave on them
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good image, that's a really good <laughs> image. It's just like a big rock cock like that's right like a dick that's like sticking up out of the fucking and ocean. there's like
1: trees branching out of it you know like yeah. how majestic a tree does when it's on a cliff yeah, exactly yeah. it looks like pubic hair because it's so large <laughs> yeah yeah this is the pubic forest
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: we're uh, we're definitely uh, earning that explosive <laughs> mark yeah. on our podcast this episode.
1: Uh, but no, I, what actually it is is I end up joining another band. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's been a bit of a process. So it's it was a metal band. I don't not a really metal drummer, but they seem very confident that I could learn it. And because of well, you guys know me. If I do something, I do something.
0: You gotta get that double kick.
1: Okay. i got my double kicks oh. and apparently i can blast the fuck out of them so Sweet. we have I, I i was trying to do an intro for it the other day that's just like for like 20 seconds and then i go into the beat nice yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: you need to make so, one of those for our uh
2: for uh in between segments oh man.
1: don't you worry i've been working on things mm-hmm. oh boy
2: Oh, that'd be uh, so fun If redid our podcast Like theme As like a heavy metal
1: version It was like I scream oh, Boys of the Golden Throne
2: Voice <laughs> of the Golden Throne
1: Like that? Yeah Yeah uh, And then The other band I have We're intending on having At least An eight song EP To, to distribute By the end of October Cool noise and then we're going to be signing up so that'll be released on uh, like iTunes and Spotify and all that stuff. So in the near future you could hear me play music. Sweet. Uh, i think aj i think i sent you one song yeah
0: definitely i you it was funny like you're you're like uh it's hard to sing and play drums and i listened to it and i'm like yeah i can it's like good but i can hear that you you're like struggling to keep up with with that you like are you gonna re-record that as as uh
1: yeah that that's like a really rough yeah it's a demo for sure yeah yeah
0: but yeah it's sounds sounding good and and cheaper on some of those tracks
2: right or is going to be yeah
1: Uh, Yeah, G-Bird is on some of the tracks with some sexy, sexy, sad saxies. Mm.
2: Oh, I was hoping it was just him in the background going, yeah.
1: Oh, (laughs) what up? He's like the fucking high height, man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I want to do a cover of uh, President of the United States of America's Puffy Little Shoes. (laughs) And I want to get Gilbert to play a sax tune through the whole thing, wearing a pair of women's pink Uggs and just stomping around the stage. Was I, that he, I where that he played sax? Yeah, he plays the sexy sax. I uh First.
0: I w- I'm definitely behind that idea. I think he should yeah, wear right? those pink pink Uggs just at our next gaming That's event. Right. as Well, my
1: puffy little shoes, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> My puffy little shoes. <laughs> yeah, Nice. I think it'd be a great cover. So like the the band. Oh, and like we've did some bonding with the band, and we. uh Went to Vancouver for uh like a team building exercise, I guess you would say. We see saw a band called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard.
0: Yeah, when you ran into Brennan.
1: We ran into Brennan there, which was super random. We were waiting in line to get um into the venue and then he just walks by and gave me a big hug and I talked about we talked about like him coming up for the class. He said he loved it it was all good times so and it was he, so like,
0: good because john and aj weren't there and
1: <laughs> yeah was not distracting and then so everybody else like uh he just talked about everyone's really enthusiastic and then he wants to do some more classes
0: dude the the um the work that everyone came out of of that class like oh the weathering was really really good so yeah i i uh oh brendan uh a redo or I'm going to go over and do the class in Vancouver. Cause like it's some, I'm like cursed with weathering classes. It's the yeah. second weathering class that I've basically been too hung over to actually do it. Like the first one was with Caleb at the LVO and I sat through it, but I was basically just focusing on not throwing up. And, uh, <laughs> and basically it hey, was a the form same of weathering except for this time. Uh, the, the not throwing up didn't happen.
1: Yeah. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah uh, uh,
1: That's kind of all I've really done for hobby I haven't I haven't done a lot of hobbying Because um, During the summer Is my super busy season With the food truck Yeah Because I'm going to festivals And like markets And things like that So like um, I guess the weekend of like The 23rd of August And stuff like that So I guess last weekend Yeah like- the weekend But the week before uh, That whole week I worked like almost a hundred hours in a week.
0: Yeah. That's crazy, dude.
1: Yes. Yeah. Not do that. No. I, yeah, I took the Monday off and I hung out with the girls and I could barely like do anything for more than an hour before needing to lie down again.
0: <laughs> hundred hours is crazy, dude.
1: Yeah. And then I, and then I had booked the, the weekend off for John's birthday, which I ended up could not being able to come down for other reasons. So I ended up just like, Staying at home with a new lady friend for the entire time, mm.
0: and you're not going to do any hobbing during that
1: time. Uh nope. No, <laughs> I tried. I really put a,
2: hey, baby, do you want to watch me paint some models? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, she's an artist, so she was going to do some drawing for herself. So, Sweet. fair enough. Yeah, but uh, she's a. Uh, I uh, was distracted by among the, a lot of other things. I, I napped a lot, which I don't do. You
0: can't call that hobby progress, though.
1: Napping. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. What happens if my new hobby is napping? No. The boys the of the napping I'm dreaming of inspiration. The boys of <laughs> the napping
2: throat. Fucking hobby hobby Nazi AJ over here telling us you can't nap and call it hobby.
0: Yeah. So, sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> I, that's where I draw my inspiration from, man. In my dreams. In my dreams. When it's not pictures, it was not John's hog in my dreams. It's something I need to paint. <laughs> Sometimes they're one the same. Exactly. As per uh, earlier conversation. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it.
0: All right. Well, I think I'll uh, lay down my huge hobby hog.
1: He's going to lay down the new track.
0: Yeah, just got to yeah. unzip and just thud on the table here so i've oh, been yeah. i've been super busy um i definitely have had a fire lit underneath my butt from getting ready for um for war games camp oh before i continue are you like re- are your wolves ready for war-, war games camp
1: oh yeah yeah they'll be ready for war games camp. all right sweet all right sweet
0: um so yeah this is going like a been in the way back so we had ck studios up uh, in the middle of July to do the 102 course, and um, I went and did that. But before I could do that, of course, my compressor died. So I was in a scramble because I like bought a compressor online. It showed up and didn't work. Like straight out of the out of the box, it was leaking like crazy. So I had to. Was that new, another Badger one? Yeah, man, the Badger like oh, with the God. tank, and so. And it was Yeah, so anyway, I, I sent that back and then ended up having to, like, scramble, and luckily, like, the day before the course, I was able to pick one up from the new BC Hobbies and Shavers, and they just got it in that day. Like, they were literally taking it out of the box and put it down on the front, and I was like, is that is that purchased and they're like uh the guy looked at me like so weird he's like no i'm just taking it out of the box i'm like i'm buying that right now he's like yes all right sweet so i picked up uh you know just made like a very good sale with like not doing anything uh so i picked up a tank uh a compressor with a tank took that to the ck studio course we took we painted um i forget the company that makes the model but it's this like really aggressive orc and is basically a primark type size so the whole um idea behind the 102 course is basically you're using your detail brush uh so i was just using my sotar i didn't even pull out my uh my my badger patriot 105 um and basically you're the the outcome of the class is, like, you're not going to even use a paintbrush. You're going to do everything down to, like, the teeth and the tongue and the eyes, everything doing with the detail brush, which I was just like, oh, God, I'm so scared doing all this. (laughs) Um, But it was really cool because there's lots of skin tones. I did um, kind of a a yellowy-beige skin tone, and it was really cool, like, just – how much color I was putting on with like reds and purples um, into like before I actually started to put that yellow tone on and just the amount of detail that that brought up. And I like was definitely, I'm definitely super proud of what I was able to do with the detail brush, like specifically with the face, you know. Yeah, that's uh, really good. So that was really, really fun of just like flexing my... Muscle it a little, little bit After the course uh, Or at the course Adon from the Independent characters uh, Was there So it was really cool To uh, get to chat with him Again I I chatted with him When we went to LVO So That was cool Just talking Podcast stuff And being like Yo uh, We've got your uh, I've got your old uh, Mixing board And your name's on it And I look at it Every time we record And he was like Oh that's cool Not creeped out at all <laughs> 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 uh, and got to sit with eric all weekend uh so wargamer eric on instagram which was uh always always fun times to hang out with eric
2: did you get any of that guy's hair which guy's hair uh the dude you're just talking about i'm not familiar but, with the characters but did you get any of his hair
0: i did not steal any of his hair no i'm sorry john
2: too bad i, I don't just have a stole, stole that shit on ebay
0: <laughs> so um yeah we uh after the course then cat stayed with ariel and i for i think like three or four days uh because she was in between going to an- to chicago i think for another event so she was just like i'm going to take a bit of vacation so we hung out i finally went to miniature world here in victoria i've been here for like Six plus years and i've never been to miniature world have either of you guys been there before yeah yeah i there's some really cool stuff like i was so blown away
2: by stuff is awesome sorry crazy the world war ii stuff is particularly awesome
0: that's what i was about to say that one scene that they have of like the blown out city and just like holy crap is it amazing it makes
1: it makes sense why like where phil gets his inspiration from
0: totally is yeah. yeah a young lad growing up every year and going to uh miniature world it just like yeah some of the space stuff was really cool uh a lot of the trains like for me i think my original like spark of this hobby like going back to Maybe like grade one, like can like kindergarten. There was this store in Toronto near my old house called George's Trains, which is long, long gone. But they had like displays like that in in their store, and I distinctly remember going there and just being like, "This stuff is so cool." As like a you know a grade, how old are you in grade one? I have no idea, but (laughs) like Uh, six, six, seven. So yeah, um, it was super cool to see all that And Kat was really blown away by that So that was... uh Nice and fun, and so coming out of the CK Studio course, I was just like, I've you know I've done all this detail with my mo- or with my airbrush. I'm like, I'm all stoked. So instantly, I started to paint some Battlefleet Gothic for uh, getting ready for War Games Camp for some Battlefleet Heresy with uh, Vicente. Um, so I'm doing um, an Iron Hands type fleet and um, basically using one of john and my favorite paints of the vallejo black uh metallic black um as a base coat, and doing like a quick dry brush over that doing some white on the prows uh which i was using some of that um what's it called The that white ink john that you picked up for me the dollar yeah. or whatever white ink um yeah. not, like doesn't go on as solid as i thought it it would but definitely works really well better than you know painting white on that's for damn sure and then nice. and then i'm using um screen can you
2: shade it like how does it actually come out like oh, if you i, can definitely shade can I it is it to paint infantry
0: yeah oh for sure like you um like, like apothecary. the apothecary that you just painted up you could definitely have done that and got a similar result because how did you do how, what did you use for your white paint when you did that apothecary
2: um the vallejo like super white thing but i i basically worked up like i i never painted white and i basically was just like i'm just gonna start with it with vallejo engine gray and work up with a white until it's like full white
0: but you use their paint white not their ink white right paint no no ink. Yeah, okay. So I'm told white sounds weird. Um well, um I'm told I'm by Cat and Caleb that the Vallejo uh white ink that's that's where the money's at. It's mm. supposedly better than this one that you hooked me up with. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I've gotten actually quite a bit of that um fleet done. I have like 3000 points <laughs> of uh a fleet and I've got about 1250 of that uh, painted up and then after i got like a good chunk of it done then vince and i sat down to figure out what we were actually going to do for our game so i actually like some of the stuff that i've painted i'm actually not taking now so i've got i think my capital ship like my big battleship which is like half done i don't know if you guys can see it there but i still need to do like one side of it and then two capital ships and then i'm good for that that's like really uh one of the only other things that i need to do before war games camp um then rolling into the 30k side of things i ordered a butt ton of uh water special effects from secret weapon miniatures to complete all of the Nurgle that I'm going to take to uh war games camp and to finish off my shame. So I have now completed my shame, which consisted of, um, the old forge world, um, great unclean one, which I'm running as my Lord of war, um, that has a custom uh, base to it. I finished the Cromleck Demon, which also has a custom base to it. The Creature Caster, which I'm using as a Shrike, which also has a custom base. Corbax uh, and his custom base. And then the real the pain in the ass of the project, which was the three Nurgle trees that I am using for my portals. So the big thing with all those is that the the water effects take so long and I knew I had to like get on top of this cause there was no like, Oh, I'll just finish it last minute. Like that can't happen. I need like almost two weeks to do, uh, the water effects on it. Cause you got to do it in such thin layers or it gets kind of cloudy, which sadly in Is some there? spots I do have a bit of cloud, but I think it actually works well cause it just looks like more sludgy
2: uh, for the stuff that sounds like it would make sense. the cloudiness,
0: Yeah. But the trees, man almost killed me, uh, doing those trees. There's a lot more detail on them. And I did them like a little bit more colorful than my,
2: Hey man, it paid off. Like I'm living vicariously through that army. That is a fantasy that I've had for a long time. That army looks fucking insane. Thanks man.
0: Yeah. It really
2: is like, yeah.
0: as i discussed with you now i realize that i need to do another nurgle tree which i will do uh i think i might give myself a little breather from it but i'm there's the um the upgrade that you can give your lord of war to throw down a fourth portal and with the creeping scourge uh list that i'm doing um the the secondary mission that you can do is securing table quarters so uh, and having, like, another portal that can give you the re-rollable on your involves is not too shabby. From
2: Those really trees like... are beyond perfect for the, those portals. Thank it's, you. like, it's so cool. It's and so they, cool.
0: And they survived, and I did, uh, we'll talk about it in a little bit here, but I did play a game against you, John, yesterday, and they survived yeah. the trip uh, in the case, which I was a little bit worried about because the trees can be a little... Flimsy with all the bells hanging off of them and whatnot. So I'm, I I, can see that I have faith that they'll survive the trip down to Indiana and back. So, uh, so yeah, that is the Nurgle side of my hobby progress done, and I'm super happy with it. Like, other than I've got another, um, I've got like 10 plague bearers that I was originally, I bought because I was originally going to put some of the plague bearers on the the bases for the Nurgle trees like they're walking out of the portals kind of thing but once I actually sat down to do it I just discovered that they would be they would take away from the trees too much they would kind of block the actual detail on the trees so I'm like I'll just save these and do another yeah. plague bear squad <laughs> later on so I've got 10 of those kicking around and I've got another three plague drones uh, but I'm not in it's super big rush to paint those Uh, plague drones because like those are basically only models that i'll use at home they're way with the wings and all the legs off of them they're way too spindly to are plague
2: drones the uh the fly ones or yeah the the big maggot flies okay cool
0: yeah so i've already got three of them that are all done but uh awesome i think i need another three in there to make the Make it. I think the, the when you run the cavalry, I think the minimum size squad is five. So I've got to get an at least another two done to uh, run okay. those at home. Um, so yeah, basically uh, get those done and maybe another tree, and then I'll put a nice little bow on that uh, army. And I think that will be it for any unless anything changes with rules. I think that will be good for thirty uh, k. I'm super glad to get it done because that was like the first army that I put in a hell of a lot of effort into when I first got into uh, 40K and then shelved them for years when I uh, got into heresy, knowing, like, oh, it's only going to be a matter of time until these guys come into the
2: rules. So, uh, yeah. I'm stoked because I'm definitely going to play those at some point because they're fucking cool as shit. Yeah, they're... Definitely awesome.
0: And they yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get more into uh, our game
2: once you start
0: talking here so then the other things getting ready for camp i released the player pack for the at event that i'm running uh down there so that was like a bit of a load off my chest getting that out and it's all tied into um the 30k narrative campaign that will frank is running so we've got some uh little tricks up our sleeves for that and uh, now that's all Combined to the overall war games camp player pack that's out, Teo, have you reviewed that yet?
1: I haven't had time, man. Oh
0: man, well, we'll uh, you can you can read it on. I'll the plane. have
1: time, yeah, on the, in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Look at so, eleven hours of travel or something stupid like that.
0: Oh man, that's yeah, it is. It is going to be a bit of a long haul for you and I. But um, so then I've also a lot of this is specialist games, so I've gotten super into necromunda over the summer eric has been really pushing me to get into it so i uh, i probably talked before that i picked up a Cador gang with uh the the bomb rats really uh really you know pushed me over the edge of being like oh man i gotta get those models those are just too cool so i've built and painted my Cador gang which they're called the rats of faith and i've got 10 bomb rats going along with those guys um i've been like picking up all of the fancy little cards all i guess two books have come out since we last recorded so the book of perils and um the new one the book of justice or something like that i'm totally blanking off the top of my head here but uh picked up all the little doodads for that and it's just uh i've now played two games against eric's goliath gang and um like Eric's Goliath game. It's, it's, uh, kind of every single guy is named after an action movie hero from like the, from the eighties. So he's got like Dutch and like Apollo from like, or like Dutch from, uh, from predator Apollo from Rocky. He's got like, um, John McCain, obviously from (laughs) Die Hard. like all these different sweet names and they're all Jack dudes. So I, the, the, we just our first game was like pretty simple just going through the the basic rules and then there's just as tim from the eye of horus would say there's so much extra bullshit that you can throw into that game with like different um environmental effects and i find that because you're only dealing with like such a low model count you can have more time to kind of focus in on these other you know bullshit rules that you can do so yeah super into that there's a, a campaign being started up here locally um which sadly kicks off the weekend that we're at war games camp so i'm gonna miss that but i am gonna be playing in that campaign so that will be pretty cool i think we've got about eight to ten guys signed up for it so not too shabby um and then i picked up i don't know if you guys have been checking out uh the war Cry releases. Um, but no idea what that is. It's um it's basically like kill team for um Age of Sigmar is kind of the Uh-oh. idea behind it. But the models are just ridiculously beautiful. And there's this one like they
2: the Age of Sigmar generals been knocking out of the park. I just saw those like undead fucking crazy things that just look insane. Like the the new Tomb Kings or whatever. Oh, okay. I haven't seen those yet. They're just gorgeous. Okay. I can't believe how good that stuff looks.
0: So there's one one of their, like, war bands or whatever for Warcry. They're called the, uh, the Corvus Cabal, and they're uh, very very easily could swap in for Cawdor, and they also have, like, a lot of, there's, like, a raven, like, bird motif going on for them. So very optimal for um, picking up, like, little bits and pieces and doing conversions and stuff like that um so i haven't uh, busted in those guys but that might be a post camp kind of thing um and then switching back to 30k here i've finally started to paint some of my custodes and um i've decided to do the new black custodes style that's shown in book eight so they're black with uh with purple So I've gotten... I did, like, a test model of that, um, and then now I've gotten five... I would say five and a half guys painted. Haven't worked out the bases yet, but I'm going to use my leftover um, Dragonforge bases from uh, my Eldar army, and they're going to be kind of like a based-in-the-webway kind of list. Um, So I think I'm just going to slowly attack those. They're so, like... I feel like if you do gold custodes, you could do them very easily of like doing a a gold spray, hitting them with a wash, and then doing like some light dry brushes to pop some of those details. Doing the black and then doing the gold trim over top of it, it's been like a very slow process, a very tedious. Well,
1: it's like painting a third edition Black Legion for chaos.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally so just there's so like you can, so many little details and it's also like really fine lines so i've been really g- working my new windsor newton brushes which have been paying off big time with that project um big but yeah i think i'll i gonna i'm decided like i need to get the 15 troops that i've built done first before i i think i'll then allow myself to paint a tank or paint the dreadnought or Something like that that I've got. Um, so that's been fun hitting that up, and then I've been slowly painting or painting. I've been slowly packing for War Games Camp. So I've got a nice little pile down here in the otter den. Got my sleeping bag and all my knickknacks that I have to bring. Just throwing stuff into a pile. I'm already getting worried that I can fit it all in there to to make it over. Um, but yeah. You know, got to make sure that there's room for the tutus. You know, that's very important. <laughs> um, I've also painted a bounty hunter for Necromunda, um, which is uh, I'm not Erios Iri- Slagmist, I think is how you pronounce oh. his name or something like that. But he's like a old dude from the water clan and he's ready to take names. I almost finished that guy. Um, and then I've been trying to, I've been repainting the AT terrain to fit the AT boards that I've got, but I feel John, you and I were talking about this yesterday. I feel like I got the same can of spray paint that I use to base all the boards, but I have a feeling this batch of spray of cans is slightly different from the ones that i used before so the, I, I like trying to match them up right now is a bit of a bitch so i'm thinking what i, I need to get this stuff painted to take down the train for war games camp but i have a feeling like i might then repaint it again <laughs> once i get back and like tape the buildings or tape the area or of the boards around the buildings and like put the building that that I want on top of the buildings that are on the board and, like, spray them all properly so they blend in nicely together. But we shall see. I don't know, John. I might have you come over and put your noggin together with mine to figure out a scheme for it. But uh, other than that, I've been slowly reading The Crimson King, and I think that's all of my hobby progress. It's been... It's been a busy Crimson summer.
2: King. Is that the...
0: It's the follow-up to uh, uh, to um, Prospero Burns.
2: Oh. So the, is that the good one? One of them is bad. Can't remember which one it is. Prospero Burns, it might be. No, Prospero Burns is dope. I don't know. Amazing, okay, maybe Crimson King's the bad one. I remember that there's one that's, like, very, like, this one they're
0: going and they're trying to uh find all of um all of um magnus's shards soul shards okay so yeah i it's been i've been reading it pretty slow i haven't been uh i i haven't been doing a lot of reading over uh this summer which i find is like i find like if i read a book that way and i'm like taking like you know a week off between like actually reading stuff that it it it's like i find it hard to get motivated to continue reading it but i just uh-huh. read this awesome section where um like they're storming this um this sisters of of silence um jail where they like put all these psychers and like all the sisters of silence are guarding them and I don't know. Maybe
2: it's, I haven't actually watched the or read this. I can't really remember. I don't know. This is a pretty while, while back, I guess, in the heresy. So
0: yeah, it's been pretty. It's it's been pretty good so far. I'm just waiting for uh, book two of the Solar War to drop. Now that's what uh, I'll yeah. be dropping everything yeah, totally. super quickly to dive into that.
2: I so, wish so. we knew when that was coming out. It doesn't seem like it even has like a release date because GW is dumb.
0: I think it's gonna. I would guess that it's maybe gonna be towards the end of September. That's what I'm <laughs> hoping. I'm hoping yeah, uh, like late, you know, in the twenties or something like that of September, that would be my wants and desires. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's it for me. What, what have you been up to
2: big swole John? Less than you. Uh, <laughs> most of my progress I would say is, uh, airbrush stuff. Cause I just haven't really been in that much of a mood to paint, but getting the base coats on is pretty essential to getting the model started and it it's just something i can do get a lot of work done in a relatively short amount of time and I, it gets stress off my shoulders of like because I, I feel like i'm still in a state with the airbrush where there's a stress to like certain things especially when it involves taping of like oh i could fuck it up and have to re, re-spray it or do it wrong or whatever and the taping process is kind of monotonous and you know But I kind of got the gumption up. So, you know, uh, aside from I've painted uh, the only thing that I've really been painting with my brush in the last couple of weeks here is some Reavers. And I just I've just painted like two two Reavers, finished them. Um, I decided that I would, you know, like I said, start getting like some base coating done on a bunch of stuff. So I stripped my Custodes Contemptor and I also stripped my Sons of Horus Contemptor. And um, after I was done that, uh, I cleaned them off, and I actually... I didn't re- didn't, haven't done anything with the Custode Contemptor. It's just cleaned off now. It's ready to be re- repainted. But the uh, I grabbed these, my original Sons of Horus Contemptor and my second Sakaran Punisher, and I did all the base coats on them. So I was pretty satisfied with that because I think they look like a noticeable improvement.
0: Uh, yeah, I think they look so, so... Not so much better, but they they fit a lot more because you, like, I don't know, the black... Doing them in the
2: Jesterin for the two Dreadnoughts, I think. Really. Yeah, I think it's going to look way better side by side. I, I was like, definitely really happy when I when I did it. I was like, well, this is going to look infinitely better, and I don't feel like I've like wasted time by repainting them all that was already done. So, looking forward to having that unit done because I think when they're on the table as a as a talon, they're just going to look fucking cool as hell. Yeah, man. So yeah got that done, did the reds and the blacks on it. Uh, I did this a carrot in a pretty like interesting way where I taped off some spots on it. And I was, I decided to do it in, a, in reverse order. And what I have been doing with these things, I've been painting the green and then I've been doing the black after. And this time I actually did the black first cause it actually seems like it makes more sense. So, uh, yeah, I worked out the taping. Actually worked perfectly, and this the spot on the front of the Sakarin. I was really worried that it was gonna like, either peel the black off yeah, or it would just or... uh, bleed. Yeah, like like get underneath the tape, and it didn't at all. It actually looks perfect, as I think uh, you saw.
0: Yeah, I, I really like how you how you did it differently than the than the other Sakarin Punisher that you have. Like, there, I I think it 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 made me think rethink of how i might paint some other tanks in future instead of usually like with my iron hand i
2: enjoy the marking stuff right like i think like the yeah. lines is a really good way of just being able to like make do, do unique shit like that other Sakaran was painted forever ago and i'm not really that happy with the paint job by today's really? standards eh, it's okay I think it's it looks whatever. great it, man you're, you're nuts it, doesn't look as good as what the new one's going to look like. That's all I know. But I'm satisfied enough that I'm, cause I'm not going to go back and repaint that. Not, not anytime soon. Anyways, I've got too much shit to do still. So, but yeah, so got that stuff started. Um, and then I went to the Spire uh, a few weeks ago and that was super fun. Um, I brought my cybernetica to play and I brought my new knight. So, I played against uh, Cam twice, and then I think I played a team game with... uh, This is a little while back, so I'm trying to remember, but I think I ended up playing a team game as well with uh, Raymond or something Uh, like that. He's my new heresy boyfriend. Regardless, had a fun time, was great. Uh, I found out that the Mechanicum Knights, as I sort of had anticipated, the guns for them are very weak. Yeah, but there's still knights I was and gonna say, their like, punchy power is nice. What do
0: you What do you think? Like, what do you think? Because you've got both of them, you you only yeah. have one of them painted. But where do you feel if you're going to field one or the other? Which one do you think you would field? The Volkite one or the Lightning Gun?
2: Uh, I mean, it depends on what you're fighting. I think they're both kind of weak, but I think the Volkite one, if you're fighting against. Uh, if you're fighting against like demons, it would be okay against. Or more specifically, I think uh, if you're playing against uh, Cybernetica. But if you're do- just going to do be, like a general, good against-
0: like all comers, I'm coming over to Spire. Don't know who I'm playing. What do you think you'd bring? I
2: think uh, I kind of feel like maybe the Lightning Gun one because I think the biggest problem with the the Mechanicum one is that not only are, is it is weapons kind of lackluster. It's hitting on ballistic skill, which is kind of bad for a weapon that only has five shots. It isn't that powerful, and it's only ballistic skill four. Right. And the other thing is that the secondary weapon on it is largely useless until you start getting within eighteen inches, because it's just a grab gun. And it's just like something oh, that's that right. yeah. it's like. Well, hopefully you're near armor, but this thing isn't really meant for killing armor. So it's just like this like extra gun that's like, well, I can plink a hull point off of something with it. Which honestly, every time I shot that thing, I, so far it's like rolled a one. On. <laughs> it it <literally laughs> never, it literally never does anything to armor either. So, uh, but that night, so I, I had this idea that that night was, you know, it was performing pretty terribly in my games until the last like turn or two, and then in, and then two of my games it killed a uh, super heavy. So in one one game it killed a glaive, and in one another game it killed a uh, uh, fellblade I believe. Whoa, that's so good. that's the thing. So I just like I kind of changed my strategy with it a bit and was like, all right, I'm actually going to the thing is they move so fast. I'm not really used to playing knights, right? So there's a big, big bonus to being able to move 12 inches. It's fucking crazy. So with the way that mm-hmm. my cybernetica works, it's really nice to have that extra threat bubble. Like I, a lot of times I was running Scoria up with the Dalmatars and they would get locked into combat. And then the knight would sort of be like a deterrent for other units to, like, overwhelm them. Right. Like, you know, for instance, if I'm fighting, like, a Leviathan or something like that, it's like, well, you can bring your Leviathan forward, but I might just countercharge it and then rip it apart, you know? Like, so, yeah, I think think the Mechanicum knights are... I, th- I don't think they're great but i do think that because of the fact that they have the ionic flare shields i think they're definitely pretty viable they're very durable they're hard to kill from the front and they're sexy so as hell they're super cool yeah i'm I'm stoked to have that i that i'm gonna have two so that'll be the other the, i guess the next thing i'll say so um i went out for my birthday party and uh sadly tail couldn't make it because of you know life which is cool <laughs> but I was informed by Jeremy and Gilbert that uh, all the boys had bought me a fucking – put in and bought me a night. So now I have my next night, which will be the, the very – one we were talking about the Malagra or however, however the fuck you say it. Uh, rah, whatever. maragra mara, Yeah. Like uh, one that starts with an M. The depends other mechanic. M- it depends the on how many, how many drinks uh, you yeah. have. Majera. Majera, Majera. Majera. The Bam yeah. Majera. And I, the Bam Yeah. <laughs> yeah so i'm stoked on that um because in other hobby news i decided that i should go a little crazy and originally i had this planned out for this year and it kind of kept putting it off and because originally my, my plan was that the night house would be next year and then i kind of like uh jumped the gun on the Nighthouse and started it this year so i bought an Ordi- Ordinatus elator oh yeah. Yeah, very excited for that. That's going to be like a fucking sweet centerpiece to my to my Mechanicum army. And uh, yeah, I just sort of you know we have guys in our group now that have Titans, and I just I wanted something that was going to be crazy like that. Where, where when we're doing big games, I can like bring out a giant toy that's like like on the level of like a Reaver or whatever. And um, it's it's something that's like very powerful, but it's like forced you know the minimum points is going to be in this 4500 points so it's like i'm not really that worried about being that powerful because it's going to yeah. be for like apocalypse size games so like you know the other one i would is really cool but i would feel very bad bringing that one to a 3000 point game because it's just so scary like for the 700 points so <laughs> um yeah, so I'm fucking excited about that. But now I, I was like, oh, I guess this is gonna put my night house on hold. And then finding out from Jeremy that you guys had bought me a night was fucking awesome because I was like, oh, awesome! My night house is not on hold now. I have three, uh, three technically four nights. So four nights. Uh, yeah,
0: because I have you? a baby night too. Oh, like one of the OG ones?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm kind of holding out to see if uh, I can find a uh, upgrade kit okay. for the new mechanic of night yeah, to, yeah. to add to that. So, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, that's, I think most of my hobby progress. Uh, the other that I think the last, Oh, actually one more thing. Um, I had this idea I thought it would be really cool. And it was basically, um, I never play psychers. I hate the psychic phase, but I like the idea of a batshit crazy dude. Who's like a demon worshiper psycher. So I was looking at the esoteric rules and then I started getting the gumption. I was like, Oh, this guy doesn't just summon demons. He can also use uh, Malefic powers. or There's Santic and Malefic. I can't remember which one's which. Well, like a Sant- Santic.
1: is the old uh, grenades one.
2: Okay. So, yeah. Um, basically, it was like looking at him. I was like, oh, I could do something really cool with this guy because the traitor librarian model and the, and the cataphractic armor is one of the most impressive models. I think Forgeworld's worlds ever put out for that's a character, the one with the
0: demon, like that's seven yeah. the blood letter. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I got that and I've done the base coats on him. So he's all like, you know, I did the, the demon, the demon as well. So the demon looks like it's like all on fire and shit and he's going to be in just Aaron colors. And I thought that it would be super fun to run him, just with a unit of just airing and just like, he's just like this, like dark librarian character. That's like casting fucking demonic buffing powers on a unit of just airing. That just seems so awesome to me. So I'm excited for him. And you, that hope, can be well, like yeah.
0: the, the precursor to for your army of just like, okay, now they're starting to get a little bit more,
2: witchy Well, that's too. exactly right. how, I'm, yeah, that was it. It was like, I'm, uh, the list that I played against you was one of my, like, that's supposed to represent the sort of, like, them starting to, like, go in that direction, because you're getting more, you know, it's it's a lot of reavers, it's a lot of, it's destroyers, it's, like, Sakaran punishers and stuff. It's a bunch of the stuff that's sort of meant to be culling units and, like, be, like, kind of brutal and, like, it's, like, killing civilians and shit like that, you know, like, just like oh, the the na- two the na- Punisher.
1: Yeah. So Garen's just loading into <laughs> <with> civilians, <laughs>
2: exactly. Like that's the kind of like it's brah, supposed to be. Brah, that they're going fully batshit, shit, and you're like they're oh, being like they're they're just like losing any sense of like uh, uh, I don't know of, of any mercy whatsoever. You know. So yeah, this guy I think will be really cool for that. And then eventually when the Looper Kai come out, he'll be really cool because then I can run him with fucking Looper Kai and that'll just be. It's really like rad. when
0: are, when is that going to happen? Like I doubt that will be in the next book, but like I would That's hope fun. I would hope that comes out in book ten. Like they, I want, we'll I, want see. I want those I models because those models are going to look dope as hell. Like I have yeah, no idea what exact. they're going to look like. I, like I would imagine they're going to be anything like
2: Gal Vorbeck, They'll be rad,
0: but they're going to be the, based on the. And they sh- or maybe in my mind, I'm thinking that they be based you know loosely on the just and then kind of you know uh galvor back but for
2: more spiky bit for more like spiky armor and like looking like a little bit more uh yeah maybe a little more like sharp in design than the than the galvor back are looking more like they're like more sinister sort of like angular um spikes and like give them some sick top, mo- top knots and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that'd be really cool. Multiple top um, knots. Just like, that's also something I did back. with my, uh, with that contemptor, I added a top knot to it to make it a little different, which I think looks pretty cool. Uh, it's just extra sons of horse it out. And then, uh, yeah. So, uh, I think last thing, which isn't really hobby progress, but I yeah, think it it's is. worth mentioning because it's, uh, you know, so I went in for my second, uh, tattoo session, and um, I think people have probably seen the pictures of that uh, on the Facebook page, but yeah, not much to say about that, I guess, aside well, from the it, fact that it's, it's looking, awesome. Yeah, wow.
0: I think it looks way better in person. Well, not that it looked bad from the pictures, but just like seeing the sh- you got a really good artist uh, working with you, like the shading yeah. on uh, on the 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 dark mechanic. Well, it's not it's loose mechanicum, but the, yeah, shade, the but like, also sort the, sort of the face ball. of the dude that's on it is just yeah. I've always, like, it's, I, I, you, I'm sure you guys have Googled or seen those, like, really bad, you know, tattoos, like, <laughs> where oh, yeah. it's yeah. just, like, you can definitely, there's some bad tattoos out there where this, that artist that you're working with is definitely an artist and
2: is doing some, some well, mean work. I did my research, and the thing was, is, like, I came to him, and I was, like, look you know when i first came to him i was like my sort of limit is i'm thinking like 13 or 1400 bucks and he's like uh he's like we can see what i can do with that i don't really know and then i was like okay i'm like i can go a couple hundred bucks above that that's fine like like you got to do what you got to do right and then so the t- the tattoos taking shape and it's having these sessions and they were a little bit more spread out and then eventually it's like you know i was seeing the seeing the art we was coming up with and we're sort of just seeing how long things are taking and i kind of said i was like look man like I'm really happy with this tattoo, and I'm really happy with the art. I was like, basically, like, don't rush. Just like, kind of do it, do what you need to do to make it look awesome. So it's it's definitely like going a lot over budget. I think all in. This <laughs> being like Welcome a, to, a, to the you know, world of tattoos. Yeah, this is not not going to be a cheap tattoo. So well, I went you're from basically have it forever. Dude, flash so. over. Oh fuck yeah! No, totally, totally. But it's just funny because I was saying to Dino, I was like, this is such a John thing of like, I like dip my toe into something very lightly at first. And then I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I don't really want to like take a huge chance here. I'm going to be like, you know, level, you know, and like, so I have like two little tiny flash pieces of tattoos, which are like hundred dollars or whatever. And then going straight into my third tattoo is 22 times the going to be 22 times the cost of my tattoo before that. (laughs) It's like ridiculous. (laughs) So yeah. But, so you dip uh, yeah, your toe in stuff.
0: and then fumble and dive headfirst in after? Pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> pretty much,
2: yeah. So, like, the the female character, I was telling you that, AJ, like, that was originally supposed to be the portion of the tattoo. But he got so excited... With, like, designing, like, you've seen her chest, like, the, all the stuff in her her stomach and her yeah. chest.
0: Yeah. It's and, like, the so thing coming
2: out, it, it looks ridiculous. Like, the lighting and everything just looks like, yeah, very well, fucking The big cool. thing with
1: tattoo artists, I've known many over the years, is that they get asked to do such kind of basic stuff all the time. Yeah. So when they find something they're invested in, they get hella invested in it. Yeah.
2: Well, and that—that's like this sort of a unique thing with this guy. Is like he is—he does a lot of nerd tattoos, right? He does a lot of Star Wars tattoos. He does a lot of—he's uh, done some Halo tattoos. He's done like he does a lot of sort of just like take this design and like turn it into a tattoo. And it's almost like comic booky in aspect, and they're—they're—they're they're, they're gorgeous tattoos, but they're also. It's like I was talking to him and he was basically like, he's like, I'm really excited to do this tattoo because he's basically like, I, I, I. Oh, for fuck's sakes.
0: Sorry about that. A little technical difficulties, John. Sorry, you were talking about your tat.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, I was just talking. So, you know sitting there and when you're getting tattooed, you have a lot of time to just sit there and like for a lot of it, it's like you're listening to music or whatever, but you know, eventually that gets boring. So you're just talking to the artist and I've sort of was asking him a bunch of stuff about the process and all this. And he was just saying that basically he's like, he's like saying he was very excited about this tattoo because he, he was like, I he's basically like, oh, I do a lot of like the same style stuff and he's like, and I don't mind it, but he's like a lot of what I started when I started tattooing, what I wanted to do is this like darker, more like gritty sort of like cyber punky stuff. Like I wanted to more like right. more sort of adult looking like, It's kind of, you know, sinister themed stuff. And he said that when he started, though, he didn't really have the confidence or the skill to do it, though he wanted to do it. And he said, so this has for him been really fun because he doesn't really get to do a lot of these like super complex, like tattoos in this sort of style. So yeah super fucking jacked and he just like went to he just went to japan so he's like basically doing he's like yeah i'm gonna take a ton of pictures and stuff of the buildings because he's doing research for the cityscape in the back cool that's awesome (laughs) because there's gonna be katakana in the in the cityscape right so yeah so uh pretty stoked on that and uh that is my hobby progress
0: right on well teo you've got as of recording here you've got nine days to finish your shame because <laughs> yeah
1: i got stuff to do tonight
0: john wait did you mention john that you finished your destroyers uh last episode yeah oh you did you, okay all right so both you and i are done. shame teo sure. all of it's resting on your shoulders there big champ
1: I'm not confident.
2: <laughs> he doesn't look confident. Yeah, he's...
1: <laughs> just like, yeah. I'm not confident. <laughs> not confident. I have so much uh, on the go. Who I wish I, I made a so screen
0: dra- grab of that. You're just like laid back. I'm not confident. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I see it happening though, knowing Tao. Yeah, exactly. He just, like just fucking like cranks out an army in the bathtub hey, <laughs> hey wait
0: the bathtub's my territory that you, teo, teo can just like i was about to say teo would be like put down like two hours and just boom but that's not the point of this one you're trying to do it to like the best of your ability
1: yes slow so, slow and do it right
0: so don't rush it
1: if no. you have to
0: if you, you know you're not that shame you're not bashful so uh, you know if you If you fail a shame. Yeah, if I got to
1: shame something, it's not going to be too bad.
0: Anyway, it's mostly going to work out well for us, you know, and like maybe, maybe the Southern Belle will appear at our next event.
1: The Southern Belle. Mm, Well, I'm dating a tattoo artist now and she said she'd do something hilarious. So I needed it.
0: Oh, no, I'm not. No, I won't go go there. That's uh, that's that's a little too permanent.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was joking with AJ about getting a bocce tea tattoo.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think you should hold off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will next episode, we'll find out Teo's fate and uh, we will come, we'll throw it back to past AJ and Vicente to talk about the War Games schedule. Abused. So take it away, AJ and Vince. <clears throat> wow john your hobby games looking pretty
2: swole yeah it's because i've been uh clanging and banging at uh, everything games out there in langford but everything games you mean rob store yeah they've got pretty much everything for all your uh, hobby game needs everything games has all your hobby needs from plastic 30k deptus titanicus warhammer 40k age of sigmar x-wing magic and board games everything games has you covered visit everythinggames.ca for more
0: And welcome back to the Boys of the Golden Thrones Road to Wargame series. Final, final, final. I'm here with the handsome, fabulous host of Radio Free Esteban, Mr. Vincent Rossetti. John's not here. Sorry, I don't have the app. I was just like I should have downloaded the app for this but I fucked up. I'm sorry Vince. How you doing, man? i'm doing all right how you been oh i'm doing awesome you know feeling i'm feeling like the the push to get everything done for camp and it's been uh been painting furiously and chatting with you of getting some plans work hashed out oh there we go (laughs) um so yeah no i've been uh i've been good man it's just like i was uh I was doing some hobby stuff that was non-camp related and then like you reminded me that it was four weeks out and I was just like what the fuck am I doing with my life I need to need to get this shit done so uh yeah we're uh we're just brought you on to to chat about um the schedule and now that everything is being finalized you've been helping out Ryan taking the the actual like running of the the logistics of i guess like organizing the schedule and everything yeah. like that getting yeah, off yeah
3: basically the uh, the overall like he 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 more uh, he was more on the logistics side i was more on i didn't want him to be burdened with like herding all these cats yeah to get this get uh who like wants to run events make a schedule uh make sure everybody that's running events has everything they need and everything like that so i I took care of that for him on that on that aspect because he's been doing a lot of work oh yeah for the logistics side so working with the camp uh, the money side stuff uh and basically the tables and everything like that which they're his tables. he's just bringing his own table well
0: and also all of the sweet like merch stuff that he's been putting together and
3: everything, and then um, like I'm working on the uh, the event packet as well, so I'll have that I'll have that done. I was supposed to work on it yesterday, but then um, yesterday I was so burned out for this week of work, I just took a day to myself. So today is my day of hobby working, vice yesterday.
0: Well, and you've I, already been uh, already been at it when I first called you. You're busy painting up some uh, some BFG for our game, sure. so.
3: Oh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm excited because I, it just seems like it's going to be a fun game. Oh yeah, only, like me and you were just playing a, a, just a bullshit beer and pretzels BFG game, but I've always wanted to try out BFG, so it's going to be fun to try that game out.
0: Oh yeah, I'm super stoked for it, man. I haven't played like an actual game in a in a long time, but it, as we've said many times, it was like my original jam yeah. back in high school, so uh, I'm very much looking forward to it and being painting up a storm for that but we'll get to that in a little bit in a little bit more detail I think what I want to do if you're down for it is uh run through the schedule until you know everyone that's obviously coming kind of has an idea but for people that aren't coming you can uh we're gonna go through this and you guys will realize how much you guys messed up by not being able to come or not coming so Yeah, I think uh, let's, uh, why don't we start it off? We'll kind of go through like day by day, like morning, then afternoon stuff. We'll talk about the gaming side of things and also um, all the hobby events that are going on.
3: Oh yeah, Um, let me just pull up some of these because I got all the event packets that everybody sent me, so.
0: All right. Uh,
3: Let me just pull them
0: up. Sure. I'm looking at this very beautiful, colorful, schedule here that very much reminds me of a festival guide if you're like you know going to some music festival like bonnaroo or something like that it's just like there's all these things all happening at the same time and sometimes you just got to make tough decisions like i want to do both but i can't i can't split (laughs) myself in half and go to both things so but i think i think uh we did a you did a great job of like you know spacing things out so that they, you know a lot of people could attend both uh, some hobby stuff and some gaming stuff.
3: Well, yeah, and that that was like uh, that was the big thing for me and Ryan when we went over the schedule because he, he he, me and him worked on the actual schedule. Um, it was just basically we wanted to make sure like for the specific like hobby courses that are being taught by um, by Henry Steele of Cult of Paint we wanted to make sure no gaming events were going on Because obviously there's people that want to come to this because they're like, there's, there's a fine gentleman who sent me in the the event sign up form. And all he's there for is for the the hobby events. Like that's what you signed up. Sweet. And so we wanted to make sure that at the same time, uh, if there was people that just wanted to come for the hobbying aspect, they could still catch a majority of like the bigger, the bigger events going on. Yeah. um so we that's that's how we basically work the schedule so I'm, I'm pretty happy with the schedule ryan's very happy with the schedule um and henry's pretty happy with it because i know last year henry was uh he was burnt out from, oh. from from the core so he couldn't get any gaming in so now he's he's happy that he can get some gaming in. i know he's really pumped about your titanicus thing
0: oh yeah i think he's actually i i'm not too sure if he's bringing his legio or the legio that he's painting for the dmd raffle
3: uh he uh, i think i saw some some traffic on the the facebook attendee page where he was like somebody asked if they were going to run an intro depth this tie game and then henry said yeah i got the models or something like that so i think he might be bringing his AT models
0: sweet right on <laughs> all right so uh you ready to go and start on on thursday
3: Yep. So on, thir- uh, so first off, everything, all the, all the updates to the information. And I know it's been a little bit confusing because not only is it on the RFI Facebook page, but then the old War Games Camp uh, group page. But now uh, Ryan made a closed group. No offense to everybody, for specifically for the attendees, so it can be more uh, an intimate way and, and uh, consolidation and an efficient way to pass on information.
0: Yeah, people so, that have actually bought their tickets.
3: <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, make sure uh if you did buy your tickets or you did confirm with ryan that you're coming but you're paying at a later date um but you're not on that war games camp attendee page make sure you let me know or let, let ryan know so we get you in there because that's where all the information as far as schedule and the event signups forms is going on the second thing is the event signups form uh i put it up uh last week uh i've only gotten five back with people signing up for events so make sure you go in there and you just all you got to do is it's a PDF. You download it to your computer. You open it up. You check the box. To participate in. even would like to participate in because it's more of a trying to get a head count for each of the events because some of them do have a limited capacity, specifically the hobby classes. Um, but it's also going to help the uh, the specific EO for that event to see how many tables they're working with and for teams and such. And so the wrangle sure-
0: cats as well.
3: Exactly. It's all about like... Anytime you run events, in which I'll talk about in my event, my well, that's getting ahead, but uh, one of the hobby classes I'm running, I'll, I'll, I'm going over like how to organize and run events. And that's that's what all these events are, is just herding cats. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, so if you haven't done your event sign-up form yet, please fill it out, email it to me, so that way I know exactly what event you're signed up for. Um, like I said, the, most of the hobby classes, I'm going to have a max capacity of 12. So if you're gonna be one of those guys or gals that wanna sign up for the airbrushing, the weathering of oils, uh, the 3D printing class, um, make sure that you sign up now and get your spot locked in. Um, and and if you look at the event signup form that I posted, uh, some of the hobby classes do have some minor uh, additional costs, none of which is over
0: $10 cash due the day up. so. That's just for the actual supplies that you're... Yeah, little,
3: little materials and supplies to yeah. cover down on it. So it, nothing, it's nothing crazy. Like, you don't have to, for the airbrushing classes, you don't have to pay, like, an additional, like, $60 or something crazy like that. It's just just for little whatever bullshit stuff they have. Um, but, yeah, so going in, check-in will start on the 12th, Thursday, at 10 o'clock that's when uh you'll get your swag bag and all that stuff that ryan got uh, all the sweet stuff um and all then the ugly
0: crying of friends yeah, yeah. meeting friends again
3: and then uh and then we'll we'll all you'll also get the uh the event packet that i'm currently in the works of the making uh so with the event packet i will post it digitally on the war games camp attendees page which i have it finished so that everybody can take a look at it prior to and then um my aim is to make sure i get it printed up nice but if i if if first comes a shove then i'll just print it the normal way and then everybody has it but it'll i'm doing some good work into it so let's uh, let's
0: talk after recording about that i might have a, a hookup for you
3: okay and then uh so after that so the very first event and i wouldn't consider it really like a very strict event like you normally would do if you go to like your adepticon or your ldo or for your nova but basically it's the opening social mixer of the of the whole entire camp and what we're it's going to start at 12 and it's going to go all the way up through until dinner time and uh our boy trevor my boy trevor he's gonna be running it um i think he's a little bit
0: more than your boy but yes continue <laughs> but
3: it's basically uh what we're looking at is it, like beer and pretzels no no pressure um just something simple as loyalist first traders and it'll be a round of ZM and then a round of centurion and a couple of beers couple of liquor drinks and everybody just meeting each other and getting to know each other on the first day while at the same time because like it, it, it crosses that bridge of people who are not that sociable. So you get the gaming aspect in there and it and it sorta of provokes them to be sociable. Vice just having like a normal open social hour. But by all means it's it is it is voluntary. You know you don't have nobody has to like You don't have to play in it. You don't have to sign up for it if you don't want to. Um, But it's just a way, like, just for everybody to meet up again or for new people to come up and and meet everybody and get to know each other and and play a little heresy for just two rounds of ZM and Centurion, which is going to be no big deal. Those games fly quick. I mean, it's going to be... And it'll be fun. It's the opening day. It's the thing that'll... This is, to me, this is the most important event of the whole shebang because that's going to set the tone
0: for the whole camp for the next three days Tao and uh, I have already been talking about How we will uh, approach that event <laughs> <laughs> It's not going to be teams Oh sit. no, we, we, Well we're always a team Me and Tao But uh, just you know More of our, our dress uh, At the time uh, oh, We're geez. bringing many different outfits For uh, for camp So uh, you know there's been discussions About what we'll be wearing for Right up front at the beginning of the event yeah for like my pajamas i got this dope ass onesie i'm gonna wear oh sweet i can't wait to see paul's onesies this year
3: (laughs) but uh moving on and then uh so that'll go so check-ins at 10 uh the centurion social zm mixer will start at 12 it'll end whenever it ends but the, the cutoff is will be dinner time And then uh, we'll we'll eat our dinner. Uh, I still got to work out with Ryan. I forget he told me, he's gonna get mad at me, but I forget what time the actual meal started. So that's why the schedule says breakfast and then whatever it is in the morning and then lunch and then afternoon, yada. But uh, after dinner, we start Big Will's and yours combination narrative event.
0: Yeah, so. The the Battle
3: of Roe Cankers. I always figure, I don't know if I'm saying that right. You are saying saying
0: it right, right. yep. You are saying it right. So, basically, uh, the overall, like, arching theme to this thing is, um, I, I won't go into it in super detail, but basically we're starting it out is the first two days of camp is the 30K side of the Battle of Rho And then on Saturday is, it's like, you know, the th- the all the little guys, the little guys, all the space marines, you know, they finish their their battle are not finished but they need to call in for some big heavy guns and that's when uh the titans get get called in so uh cool. it's all going to be connected me and will have been having a bunch of talks about, about how we're going to connect these two things we've got a lot of a lot of things up our sleeves will's uh, a hell of a man of putting together events so i'm, yeah, I'm yeah, very let's, excited let's, for this
3: let's just let's look at this real quick Located 41 light-years from the Sol system, Rocancris was one of the first systems colonized as mankind took its first step out into the wider wider galaxy. Ancient records show that the first inhabitants sought isolation from Terra, which may explain why it survived Old Night, mostly intact, and is largely self-sufficient system. The system is governed by the high region, Typhon Bowl, from the great city Copper and on the hive world of Galileo. The other planets of the system are the hive worlds Liphe and Hario, the World Barha, and the massive Agro world of Jansun. With a long history of independence and rejection of outside authority, when Horus rebelled against the Emperor, Regent Bull and the ruling council saw an opportunity to quietly withdraw from the Imperium and regain their independence. However, as the war drags on and the War Masters forces approach the Sol system, both sides have remembered the rogue canker system and its resources. With the forces of both the Emperor and Horus locked in, the, in battle with the Separatists of Roe Cancris, all forces have called upon their Legio allies to help swing the tide of battle.
0: Yeah, it's this is uh, such a cool player pack, and the, the fact that Will has got also Separatists involved with both the Loyalists and the Traitors, you know, one, I think that for an EO, it makes it a lot easier for him to, you know, if we've got uneven numbers of just Loyalists and traders. We can get some Separatists in there. I, you know, all the way that he's doing missions are super cool. I really think out of all the player packs that I've seen this, I'm very, very excited to participate in this uh, in this event. So oh, yeah. uh, it's uh, 3,000 points which uh, is, and then you also have the ability to bring as many lists as you want and you can switch them in between uh rounds but you have to have them pre-written you can't just go like okay i gotta switch this out like in between rounds you need to have these these things already built out but if you say really got your ass handed to you uh day one and you know you're sitting in bed thursday night you know (laughs) wiping your tears up, you could, you can go at that point and make some new lists. Just not during the actual event time can you be changing your lists.
3: Okay. Yeah. And then, so, that's 3,000 points, and... Let's
0: see. Any other cool? Let I me mean, let me just see if there's any other cool stuff
3: with this whole package. Oh, there's it's, lots of cool stuff. <laughs> okay. So, uh, pretty 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 normal.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I don't think there's anything that we we like other than the three thousand points. It, it is posted in the heresy or the war game uh, war game camp attendees page. So. If you haven't looked at it and you're coming, definitely take a peek. Um, there's lots of goodies in there to to think yeah. about. All the different missions are listed out there.
3: Custodes, for instance, can only be allies uh,
0: I guess the, should be. I guess that is a a good point to throw at. And there's only certain um, primarchs that are available to to bring as well. And certain Primarchs also have Demon rules as well.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, Loyalists may select Sanguinius or Jagatai Khan. Traders may select Horus, Perturabo, Magnus, Angron, or Fulgrim. If you select Angron or Fulgrim, you must pay an additional 75 points. These mild gains an additional attack and wound that are treated as having the monstrous creature type and Demon special rule. Oh, yeah. And their existing rules, if appropriately modeled as a Demon Primarch linked, the player may the pe- the player may pay an additional 25 points
0: for the model to be treated as a jump monstrous creature yeah man. jesus fucking christ yeah man was, i i really really hope that someone does that and and steps for 25
3: up 25 points that bitch that needs to be like 75 fucking <laughs> points man
0: holy shit
3: <laughs> a primark that's now a jump monstrous creature Gets, oh fuck! Um, Wait, never mind. Never mind. Jump, monstrous creature. I'm thinking it turned it into like I saw wings, and I, I was like flying, monstrous
0: creature. You gotta be fucking kidding? Me. <laughs> yeah.
2: <Ooh. laughs>
0: you need you need uh, you need a breather there for a second. <laughs>
2: oh.
3: uh, but yeah, pretty pretty much standard uh, standard mission mission packs.
0: But it's also it's also very cool the way that Will puts together his events is that basically you can there can be two winners out of a. Out of one of these um, rounds that you're playing, so you could have a certain mission that you can win, even if you get your ass handed to you, and your opponent could be playing a completely different mission, and they, you know, they can also win. So there can be two losers, there can be two winners. It's a very interesting way that he's uh, put it together. Something, uh, something that I want to look at doing in future events.
3: Oh fuck, Are we. Done? Alright, so that was That was Will's event um, So In addition to Will's event There is another 30k Event going on Starting Thursday Which is run by old boy Kerr That's
0: cr- Oh yeah, Kerr. sorry we, we
3: So so Dirty Curdy. he's running The old uh, He's deciding to take a hold and run The actual no shit Chondax campaign At a book 8 Yep and, uh, so from starting Thursday, the way it will be played is at any point in time, you, there's, there's some open games or you want to get a game in that goes, that contributes to that campaign. You just go find Kurt and tell him like, Hey, we're, 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 this game we're about to play. We're going to, we're going to do it as part of the Chondax campaign. So anytime you can, you, you want to fit in a Chondax campaign, uh, game in the deception phase. Because the Chondax campaign has two phases, deception and destruction. So the, the deception phase will run from Thursday, all day Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whenever you want to play a game, you let Kurt know, then you report to him like the outcome of the game and the results. And then um, on Sunday, well, we'll get to Sunday. Okay. I just wanted to throw that in there because it does technically start out on Thursday, but we got ahead. So, so far, so starting on Thursday, starts the chandax deception phase campaign, the opening social mixer, the the ZM Centurion social mixer. Then we got Will's Battle of Ro uh day one, um, and then the first intro game we're going to have in the evening time frame, going on the same time as the uh, Battle of Ro is Ryan's doing an intro to BattleTech Alpha Strike. So if anybody's had interest in wanting to get into the BattleTech universe or the game itself. I highly recommend that you attend the intro to BattleTech Alpha Strike game because Alpha Strike is way easier to get into starting off with BattleTech than actually playing classic BattleTech. Oh, okay. It's very streamlined, very very streamlined. Like Ryan Ryan says, he can like and I believe him. He can teach you how to play the game within thirty minutes, and you'll have fun rolling dice. And uh, I listen to I listened to a BattleTech podcast called uh, Wolfnet Radio, and those guys have been playing BattleTech. Since the 80s, they're a bunch of old dudes, and they, they say the same thing. They like, yeah, if you're if you're starting up BattleTech in your local gaming community, like just get them started on Alpha Strike, get them on the board, get the mechs on the board, and just start rolling dice, and they'll have fun. And then ease them into classic battle tech and show them what they can do really do with the game
0: so is it Um, this is similar mechanics but just stripped down a little bit in terms of special rules and stuff like that
3: yeah yeah so the the special rules are stripped down a lot of the hit and movement modifiers are are, are streamlined um you don't have to you don't you don't have like a, a a tech uh a record sheet where you mark off all the armor points and everything like you do in classic battle tech um it's just very simple and streamlined you just have a card it tells you like how much you shoot how much you move and how many da- points of damage you take and everything like that okay, so it's cool. very very streamlined i've never played it before um because i'm a, i'm a fan of the classic battle tech okay. i have nothing against alpha strike but it's just that because i, I can't I got really into... Like, Ryan, he was like, here, sit down, with Rob, sit down with Scott and play a game of Battletech. And I was like, all right, cool. And then that's what got me into it, was playing that one game with oh, Scott. Oh, just
0: last year? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I thought you'd been in it for a lot longer than that.
3: No, 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 no. It, it was it was at camp last year where Ryan and Scott and Chris got me into it. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And so now I got, like, 30-some-odd mechs and, like, 10 to 5, like, tanks and shit like that. And I got a couple of uh, planes and stuff, so... Very cool. Sweet. Yeah, because it's a very it's a very cheap game. Like it's and like I have like 30 to forty mechs. I mean, unless you're playing Alpha Strike, maybe Alpha Strike you can get six to five mechs on the board, and you'll be fine with it. But if you tried to play a game of, like, six to five mechs of classic Battletech, that'd be, like, a six-hour to, like, five-hour game. Yeah. So, like, the classic Battletech, you're, you're at most playing with, like, three to four mechs. And it's, it, but it's really fun. It's sure. really fun. Um, so, yeah, that's going down. And, and, the that's,
0: other- and then, the, as we were saying just before we started recording, that all these intro games are happening in, like, the side hall. Not well, either. no, it
3: depends. It depends on the it, de- it depends on the scale and if the, if there's uh, tables available, and really up to the person running it. Okay. So uh, Ryan told me the other day. So even though his intro to BattleTech Alpha Strike is scheduled for uh, Thursday after dinner, he said at any point in time, anybody, and he's available. They want to learn to play Battle uh, Alpha Strike, Classic BattleTech, Dust, anything like that. He said, like, come find him and he'll gladly sit down with you and and teach you how to play at any time during camp. So, yes, all these all these uh, intro games do have they are in the schedule. That's just so that people just know that, like, if they specifically want to see something going on it's there on the schedule uh, so that they can see it. But most of us that are running the intro games, we're we're just like Ryan, like at any point in time we're available and you wanna get a run through of like one of the game systems, just find us and we'll we'll be able to help you out. Sweet. Um, But that closes up the gaming events for Thursday. So all the gaming events, by the way, are called War Game Operations. So if you see War Game Operations or hear War Game Operations, that means gaming events. Now War Games Academy, that's where all our hobby classes are. I love it. So on Thursday, check in still at 10. Um, the hobby space is just gonna be completely open until after, uh, after lunch. So after lunch, that's when the first uh, intro to airbrushing class will take place. So it will last approximately um, four hours. And then, uh, then everybody will go to dinner. And then after dinner, uh, Henry Steele is running a hobby clinic basically he'll be in the hobby the hobby area um and you can just whatever tips or tricks you want to learn or anything like that he'll be there to just you can bullshit with him and he'll help you out in any way possible so for those attendees that are coming like you can definitely hobby i definitely hobbied last year i was painting models and shit like that so it's it's a good time yeah and
0: that it's that right sorry Go ahead. Uh, just speaking with Henry before when I had him on the podcast um, and he was talking about the the hobby clinic it's also like if you say you know you're working on a certain army or you've got you know like one thing that I want to do is bring a couple of my mechanica models down and and maybe a couple of my iron hands and just be like okay this is where I'm at like how can I what can I do to kind of take this to the next level and and you know just talk about some different options uh, like you said if there's you know, hey, maybe I, I I want. I'm trying to like work out glow effects or something with the airbrush. Like, can you show me that? It's just pure like, you know, just let's let's sit down. I'd like to say that there's like gonna be a, a, a tea set in between you and Henry, and you just sit down and have a nice little chitty chat while yeah. drinking tea and talking hobby.
3: And then we're gonna throw that fucking tea right in the harbor, just like Granddad did it. Fucking <laughs> right harbor.
0: <laughs> your granddad must be real old
3: oh my granddad's granddad or <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a family from immigrants so
0: <laughs> oh man you kill me all right um, let's move on to friday all right so
3: friday uh nothing changed still the the chondax camp uh, deception phase is still running uh so after breakfast it'll be in the main hall it'll be completely open gaming so all 22 of the tables in there and then we got three tables in the adjacent hall for like the intro and different scaled games um so all all between breakfast and lunch it's open gaming um unless if, if if Will decides that he wants to start a little bit earlier. He's more than free to to start a little bit earlier, but uh, if he does decide to start a little bit earlier, then uh, you'll miss out on me and Scott's intro to Flames of War game, which will be dope. Um, So the way we're gonna, I'm running the intro to Flames of War. Scott's never. uh, So the way it came down to running an intro to Flames of War game in the first place is Scott got me into BattleTech, and. We got we we got each other for the Secret Santa, the Secret Drop Pod Santa this year, and so I got him a whole bunch of well, I got him a whole bunch of BattleTech stuff, and then I also got him some Flames of War stuff, and then he got me some BattleTech stuff. So the agreement was, all right, if I'm going to do BattleTech, and mean you're going to play a game when we when we go to camp next year. Here's some starter Flames of War stuff. Me and you're going to do a Flames of War game. He's like, all right, sold. So he's starting up a Japanese army, and we're going to, and I got my, my Marine Rifle Company, and we're, we're redoing the Battle of uh, Tarawa that took place at Tarawa Atoll. And so, uh, well, the interesting thing is, like since it's an intro game, Scott's never played it before, and whoever wants to see a game of fl- uh, Flames of War played, the whole purpose is I got Scott, brand new player, I'll run him through the game as we're playing, and then whoever else is uh, watching us play, then I'll get their involvement in so that they can see how the game works and I'll walk them through it as well. But just like how Ryan said, at any other point in time, anybody wants to get a game in of Flames of War, I'll gladly run them through it. Um, because you'll, you'll use my models, you'll use Scott's models, um, and we'll have like a nice little flames award table set up um, that'll recreate the Battle of
0: Terra. I gotta pre- say that that video that you posted up of the Secret Santa thing when you're packing the box for Scotty, my God, it just absolutely <laughs> killed me. Like I, I loved you before, but seeing you do that, there's the, the amount of like, of just like friendship like assholeness, that was going on (laughs) in that video is just so good i showed it to one of my best friends and he's like oh so he's he's our people (laughs) just like i don't know what this shit is your fucking problem now like just chucking shit into the box very cool i'm very uh i'm i'm definitely probably going to be in a bit of a hungover state at that point and we'll be looking for a chair next to a table i think i'm just going to come down and sit down and and watch that game watching you guys yeah, go through it'll it be, it'll be a
3: nice it'll be a nice like opening up after breakfast everybody everybody just calmly playing a nice little game of you know intro to flames awards a nice little one 100 scale game nice smaller models you know and, you know just enjoy your like get your morning coffee i'm gonna have my morning coffee you know um, in your that, jammies yeah you know who knows yeah <laughs> but uh in addition to intro to flames award that i'm I'll, I'll, me and scott will be doing um Ryan will also be doing his intro to Classic Battletech. And then our boy Trevor, my boy Trevor, will be doing an intro game to Saga, which is this, like, uh, the best way he described it, and I did a little bit of research on it because he just told me about it last week. Um, It's sort of like a Viking-themed kill team game that's 28 mil. Um, He'll have all the... I think he said he had, like, three different hordes, they're called, okay yeah but he he's got like he said he got like three different armies that people uh can use uh for the intro game so if you're into something like that interested in it by all means come join us oh, yeah.
0: we done. i'm just looking at some uh some pics online here they look they look pretty cool pretty cool minis
2: yeah
0: right on so trevor's doing that man trevor's jumped in last minute and picking up the reins on a couple of these things awesome to get yeah. and yet another counselor helping out with camp
3: exactly yeah um then then after lunch is the day two of battle of rocancrus so just like
0: Continu- <laughs> the I continuation mean.
3: yeah uh, parts dude electric boogaloo yeah
0: I'm uh, I'm guessing that that one. I'm not too sure how well is structuring it, but I'm assuming maybe three rounds the first day and maybe two, the second day.
3: I have it. Hold on, I have the actual thing. Oh, do you? Uh, so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. let me see.
0: Doot, doot, doot. Oh no, two days, two rounds each. Oh, where'd you say that at? Uh, just in the 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 one tab that you sent me in this excel document for will
3: oh yeah because he doesn't have it in his event packet
0: well there you go two rounds and two but i know last year i don't know if it's the same well this will be confirmed at camp i remember last year it was uh,
3: see well start better come to my event organizing class and take this as a note right now you got to put in here like how many rounds stuff for which two day event you know what i
0: mean I know that Will also last year was just like, hey, if you guys want to do another game like during the open gaming side, you can do that and just add it. You know, it can be counted for uh, the event. So I'm not too sure if that's going to be open for uh, this year's 30K event, but uh, we'll have to see.
3: Yep. I just opened up his mission pack just to give him the benefit of the doubt to see if it was in there. But it was not. So Will, fix your shit. Shit. Nah, I love him, big guy. And I know you're listening to
0: this right now. <laughs> All right. So that's I love going you, man. on. Good to see you, buddy. That's going on, on basically after lunch to dinner time.
3: Yep. And then, uh, so after dinner, we're ba- right back into open gaming. And uh, then Ryan will do uh, his scheduled game of uh, Intro to Dust, if anybody's interested. Um, and then. That, that covers down, and that's what me and you're playing a little BFG game, bud.
0: Yeah, dinner time. After dinner, I can't wait for that, man. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be fun. I think there's going to be a lot of books on the table. It's going to be a, a little bit of a slower thing, but I am definitely excited for it.
3: Yeah, it'll be a late-night game because it'll have to be either before or after my class. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: Because well,
3: the weathering with oil, well, we'll get into it right now. Yeah, um, let's get so into it. On the Wargame Academy side for the 13th, which is Friday, the very, right after breakfast, the very first thing is the day two intro to airbrushing, which will last approximately four hours. Um, I can't remember if they said it was a continuation of the day one. I think I think the way they did it is that they're both the same class, and you can and you'll learn the same things in both classes. Um, so I don't. I can't remember if it's a continuation. It's just so that they have a day one. So if you can't do it on day two, yada yada yada, then obviously. Yeah, I,
0: I think that's. I think that's the case with this one, instead of one solid one. So to, if you are yeah. tied up for one day, you can hopefully make it to the, the second day.
3: Yep, and then so, uh, then you'll have lunch, and then Ryan will be doing his intro to three D printing, which will last approximately two hours. So that's where, like, if you want to get into 3D printing, man, oh man, is he the man to talk to about this shit? He's got three printers and he runs them all the time. He makes all sorts of terrain. He makes a big uh, 20, uh, 62, yeah, 60 millimeter scale mechs.
0: Yeah, uh, and. Uh, he's insane he's a madman and it's crazy too because he's he's that's all happened within the last year that he's gotten three printers like he's gone definitely off the deep end with it and posting up all the mechs that are um that he's been making for the cult of paint class that's happening just before war games camp which is uh you're going to be painting up a mech so he's prepping all those and painting them looks super cool
3: and just like you could probably hear it in the background, but I got my 3D printer. He's the one that got me. Him and Michael were the ones that got me into 3D printing. Um, and then I went to I went to John's class that was held at the Battle Barn. And then while I was at the Battle Barn, I bought another $500 printer. <laughs> I bought the I bought the Any Any Cubic Photon, which is the the resin printer. Okay. Uh, since this is an FDM, like the Ender Three is an FDM um, printer, so like the Any Cubic Photon is good for like. Designing your own bits for like Your your armies and stuff like that It can capture that level of detail And it comes out real nice and smooth Vice the Ender 3 is for like your big things Like your terrain and stuff like that Okay Yeah like Let me show you,
0: you see oh, this? Oh yes You're, Vince is holding up uh, the throne from Game of Thrones And it's a good It's like the, the width of his palm I don't know What is that like a foot high maybe?
3: Um, actually, it's a good thing I have my tape measure here.
0: But that looks like super high quality, like the the detail on it. Gosh, let's see. It's about nine and a half inches tall. It's pretty sweet.
3: Yeah, so this bad boy took uh, 65 hours to print continuously. Holy shit. Yeah.
0: Is that thing solid, too? Oh, yeah. Wow. Very cool. So, yeah, I know that Ryan's going to be doing, um, because I've gotten a little peek behind the door of this class, um, that he's going to be doing some small, like, because it's only two hours, I think he's going to be doing some smaller things, like some weapon upgrades, things like that, so that people, it's not like, like a Game of Thrones thrown there okay guys we'll come back in 65 hours here and you'll see the end of it right before you have to leave
3: i'll show you another example right so look we have two two marine corps lvt4 amtrak's right right once one's printed and one is the actual no ship model from battlefront
0: oh wow and from this little video that i'm watching right now i cannot tell the difference that's pretty amazing that's super high detail man
3: yeah so i was only able to find a pack uh one pack of the legit models because they they stopped making them okay But online on thingiverse i found somebody had a giant uh 3d 3d file pack of one to 100 scale tanks so what i did was they had the lvt in there and i printed it on the any cubic photon I went from just having two LVT tr- Amtrak's to now I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have seven now.
0: Sweet. And are all those uh, participating in this uh, intro to Flames of War? Very cool. Yeah, yeah
3: it, it's it, you. You need to because uh, the the specific uh, mission we're playing is a is 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 a beach assault, beach landing. And so there's specific rules. It's pretty cool. Like uh, you have to have all your fo- like the attacker has to have all their forces in some sort of amphibious or boat craft. Okay. And uh, it, just like just like there's deep strike mishap, there's a uh, you can you can get what's called tide drift. So like you what you do is you take your you take your like, I would take those Amtrak's and I put them on the beach. In the surf zone where i want them to land right but then i roll a dice and then it tells you like how many inches the tide drifts it like down oh cool so it it, it like it it like takes in the effect of the tide and the water so it could fuck up your
0: deployment oh no now i'm right in front of a pillbox or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah, very cool
3: or if there's like beach traps or something like that you can run into like a teller mine that's on a fucking pole and it can blow your shit up or something like that Uh, no one likes that yeah, but that didn't that didn't happen at Tarawa because the Japanese didn't do that. That was more that's more for like if you do the battle at Normandy with the Germans. Okay, very cool. Yeah. we got two out of the box there. But so 3D printing, it's going to be awesome. Ron will tell you everything you need to know. Give you every like he'll he'll point you out everywhere online where you need to go. What, what settings you need to have for what printer and stuff like that.
0: I have a so just, I have an idea that a few people will be buying printers after that class
3: yeah uh additionally um if you come find me so ryan's really good with with the printer setup and how to like no shit print and take the print the the model and like sand it and do all the good stuff to make it good but uh he doesn't do any he doesn't do any modifications to his printers i do so if you want to know if you ever want to learn like uh like how to make your Ender Three Wi-Fi capable, and how to upgrade the firmware on it to so better firmware and stuff like that, or like what upgrades, like actual physical upgrades, I have for my printer. Come, come talk to me, and I'll I'll point you in the right direction. All right, because uh, I got like my my thing is all, all kitted out with all sorts of mods, both software and like hardware wise.
0: So, does it have like a fender or like an airfoil to make it go faster? No. 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 Well, you should it's work on it. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like a tricked out car right now. It's got like spinning hubcaps on it and, you know. Yeah. No. It glitter doesn't. finish.
3: That's just got a lot of cool, neat stuff. You know, it's neat. <laughs> it's, neat it's neat. Just
0: like you. <laughs> just neat.
3: All right. Um, yeah. So then after that, it'll be uh, dinner time. And then uh, after dinner,. Uh, Henry will be running a weathering with oils class that'll last approximately two hours, um, and then after that, it'll be my class uh, where I will. It's for anybody that's attending that is nervous about running events in their home. Their home, yeah, their home gaming community. And um, but it's it's going to be a good class. I, I took some time. I got like a forty-five slide PowerPoint. Uh, there'll be a neat little fun exercise in there Um, and the first 10 people that sign up for it they get a very very extremely useful gift that'll have everything you need to start running your own events to make a good event packet to information to everything that you'll need Um, it'll be so if you're gonna sign up for that be one of the first 10 because um, you're going to get exactly everything that basically I use to make it run events and, and make event packets and stuff like that. Um, but likewise, if you do come to my class, uh, I don't have any additional requirements other than your positive mental attitude and that can do spirit. Um, uh, <laughs> I will say though, since it is an evening class and it is after a whole day of, of gaming, I don't have a problem with people drinking. I'll probably be doing a little drinking too, but please don't be rowdy. You know, don't be, don't be rowdy. It's got a lot of good information. I'll leave, uh, I'll leave Teo in the
0: gaming hall for that one.
3: <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll do that. I'll do that, and then uh, it'll be a good. It'll be a good time. I, I spent a lot of time on that class, so hopefully, everybody gets something out of it.
0: I'm looking forward to it.
3: Uh, and then after that, that's when uh, the whole painting competition is going down. Or no? Well,
0: there's. Uh, I think there's two i think i I think maybe henry's breaking it up if i'm looking at this correctly um maybe he's breaking it up so you can judge this because last year we had the overall army painting competition and then there is also the single miniature competition so maybe he's uh maybe like you're just putting them in or submitting them on uh on friday night so that Henry has uh a little bit more time. I I honestly I want to bring a camera down so that we can just do uh a time lapse of Henry judging judging yeah. them cuz last year I like regret not doing that cuz he kept like I gave him I think he had my tray or he had someone's tray and he would just like go to the table and grab some of the ones that he liked and then he'd take them off and go to a different table and just sit there you know thinking very deeply on them and then get up and switch them out and it it was like super funny just watching him going back and forth and just staring like literally just staring at these models for a while it was quite good
3: no yeah the painting competition is going on that night okay um it's just that the like I put the awards portion for both categories on, on Saturday. Oh, That's where
0: it's. okay. I got you now. Okay.
3: So, um, but yeah, so the painting competition, uh, that'll be run by Henry, and he'll, he'll, he'll let you know there how it's going to roll down. Um, uh, and then that'll be it for Friday, both War Games Academy and Operations. Um, then rolling into Saturday we starting off still deception phase is still going on with kurt and Hydra Dominus or whatever they say for alpha legion um and then that's when the 40k itc tournament will start after breakfast and then it'll also be um open gaming chris duncan is is running a, a like uh, i would say it's a i would say consider it a gt because he he wants to have like 30 people from his local gaming community, come in and, uh, and and do and participate. So it'll be a pretty big uh, two thousand point ITC three round tournament for forty k, um, which should be pretty interesting because they just released all the new fucking space marine stuff and the points and all the new abilities. It's going to shake it up. It's going to shake it up. It's going to shake the meta up a little bit. Because I actually, I'm I'm participating in that because I like forty k.
0: What do you What are you bringing?
3: Uh, I'm going to run my Dark Angels, Deathcore of Krieg, Combo Wombo.
0: Oh, cool. I didn't know you that you had Deathcore.
3: Oh, yeah. I got... So, I got, like, about... I want to say I probably have about up to... 1,500 to 2,000 points built and okay. semi-painted because I've been using them in my 40K stuff. And since I've been playing 40K more, like, that's more painted. Okay. Um, and... Uh, but I have, like, in total of stuff that's in my closet that's still in resin bags and stuff. I got, like, if I were to build and paint and all the death Corps Creek stuff, it'd be, like, 5,000 points.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, that's a yeah. hell of a lot. And that's a lot of models, because they are oh, yeah. on the cheaper side points-wise. So if you've got that much...
3: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, you know, sick, man. But I
3: fucking loved it. I've always wanted to have a Deathcore Creek army. So, 40, like, and then when the new edition of 40K came out, it was, like, all right, I'm gonna do an Imperial Guard, and I'll do fucking Death Death Court Creek. So that's what provoked me to get into it.
0: Sweet. Well, I'm I'm really interested just because uh, it will be like a totally different crew, of pe- like not crew people, because I know that there's some people that are are staying and participating like you in the 40k. But I know there's going to be a lot of people that are just coming for that Saturday uh, yeah. to come and play and just you know. For me, one of my favorite things about these events is just going around and seeing all the pretty armies. So I'm hoping that there's a bunch of cool 40k armies to to look at.
3: Well, yeah, see, that's the that's the cool thing about like when it comes to playing 40k and 30k. I'm more of the efficient side of things, um, and I like to I like to advertise 30k when I play 40k. So I use my 30k Dark Angels for my 40k games
1: nice
3: um because it's cool because the model looks the models look cool um and then people are like well, what are these models i'm like well these are the this is the 30k uh, rendition of the dark angels legion not dark angels chapter you just,
0: so just fishing and trying to yeah hook, hook yeah. some new fish and reel them in yeah and then it's funny
3: because like i always scramble last minute to paint stuff um but because i've in in the last couple of years i've been playing more uh 40k than 30k like i I basically use the same list for all the itc tournaments because it's fun for me it's not overkill and it gets my it gets me to use my Deathcore creek and dark angel models which i absolutely love so uh like that list is fully painted and it's always fun to go to like these 40k events and like i'm only the only one that has like a fully painted and based army because everybody else is just like three color standard or like gray models or base paint or stuff like that.
0: but well, i'm ho- I'm hoping it won't just be like that at this forty k event, and there'll be some yeah. sweet some sweet armies to look at. Yeah,
3: I'm telling you right now, like it's it's forty k ITC, and the word tournament is specifically in that name. so i'm I'm going there to crush dicks. I like, <laughs> like everybody know now. I'm like i'm I'm not I'm, no hold bar, A tournament that's 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 when it all costs that's that's what that tells me
0: and are you have you been thinking about uh your attire when you go and take names are you going to be wearing the, you know your your trademark um overalls and uh and just no shirt hopefully and just ready not, to
3: not no shirt but I'll, I'll wear my traditional gaming hobby chess purple polo that i always wear because okay. that's that's my that's my that's my lucky shirt. Well,
0: you know, and you're gonna be around Teo for two days before that. He might, uh, he might work that shirt off yet for that one.
3: Oh boy. <laughs> you know, I'm willing to do a lot of things for people and, and give things and give nice things to nice people, but that shirt will never go to anybody. Like, that's <laughs> my lucky shirt. Uh, but yeah, so that's the that that tournament runs from after breakfast through lunch and it'll end in the nighttime. So check ins at ten. Uh, and then dice roll. Well, dice rolls at ten, and then it should end like around seven at night. Um, but after lunch, that's when we got Battle of Rohangris Day Three. But it's the Adeptus Titanicus part, bud. So what's yeah. up with that?
0: So yeah, we're uh, as I said before, we're kind of continuing with the narrative side of um, the 30k event. That's going to roll into the Titanicus event. We're keeping all of that a little bit up our sleeve because. Uh, we don't want to be we've got some some exciting things to do so uh just with the list building side of things it's going to be 1500 points uh you can only have one maniple um the big thing that's really important about this is to bring your battle your uh battlefield assets so Bring your your um, you know th- your missile launchers, your cannons, those little things. They are going to be used. So uh, that is a a little peek into the special things that we're doing. But uh, we also bring your strategy cards, things like that. Uh, make sure you you bring those. You will need them. Um, you can use uh, the Titans of Legend if you uh, have got any of those for your legios um you can also pre-write uh any amount of lists that you want um for the event and it is going to be three rounds so just you can't write um write any between rounds come with them beforehand um i am going to be the um it's going to be 12 people max just because the amount of tables that we need for that so we're going to be using some of the um some of the Battletech mats that Ryan has. We've got a couple people. John Christensen is being an absolute champ and is sending up this sweet-ass board with Will um, that he's been busy working on with some really cool stuff. Uh, he's been sending me some sneak peeks of that. Um, so we're basically at the beginning of the event. We're going to, similar to the 30K event, we're going to divide everyone in between loyalist traders and separatists and that will kind of continue and close out the narrative for the battle of uh Ro-Kankris. so uh very cool stuff the um it's gonna be very tied into the 30k event as i said so there's going to be kind of this resource war if you want more information on any of this uh the player pack is posted up on um on the wargame camp attendees page, so you might just need to scroll down a little bit. But um, we're gonna have some some prizes as well with that. Uh, the the one that i I'm that I'm really looking forward to seeing is the biggest chain reaction. So with uh, with a t, you always have some crazy stuff happening. Will actually was sending me back and forth. He was playing a couple games the other day and had, like, a, basically a huge chain reaction where it took every single model in both um, Legios that were fighting each other all got damaged or all got caught up in this one huge chain reaction. So uh, just because those are always fun in every single game I've had where a big chain reaction like that happens, like, doesn't matter, in my experience, like, who really gets their ass taken to them in that chain reaction they're always super hilarious and super fun and always get some good laughs so um if any of these happen in your event be sure to write them down and then me and will will kind of uh decide which is the biggest chain reaction in terms of points and scale and everything and have a special award for that uh so yeah i'm really looking forward to this it seems like there's a lot of people uh really jacked on titanicus right now like and uh It'll be it'll be cool just to see the narrative grow from you know the the small um, skirmish level kind of events happening with the 30k and then into the big boys coming out on the field and the uh, the titans hitting hitting battle. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty cool and that's gonna be going from lunch into just past dinner. So giving ourselves a little bit more time just because uh, I know that some of uh, I know a lot of the players that have said that they're coming are new to the the game. It is a newer game. Uh, even myself, I've only played about four or five games, so I'm a little bit slower on it, so we'll have a little bit more time to to get things done.
3: All right. There you have it. That's it. And then, uh, so, the only thing going on... Uh, so then after all that, after the... 40K tournament and everything like that, and your event. That's when we'll have our nice little gaming awards and the painting competition awards go out um, for that nice little uh, ceremony throughout the whole event. And then uh, the only thing that's happening with hobby hobbying that day at War Games Academy is uh, after breakfast, uh, big man Jamie himself will be doing a working with LEDs class to show you how to put LEDs in your models to make it look cool to provide actual object source lighting and not painted object source lighting.
0: So I'm excited for this one. This one I've, I've signed up for, and it's, uh, I, I've been thinking about maybe adding some LEDs to my custodes army that I've been uh, working on into some of the vehicles, so I'm excited for this one
3: yeah a little fancy there um but yeah that's, that's the only one that's going on and then the rest of the War Games academy is is open hobby space so if you want to get in your hobby from after that class all the way through to after dinner whenever go ahead by all means go in there and just start going away
0: yeah and um, I'm, I'm pretty like i'm pretty sure at any any point like if uh henry's free and not Um, playing games, you know, he's a very approachable dude, and you could always go up to him and have a little chitty chat uh, I think throughout the weekend as well, so. And then uh,
3: going on to the saddest day of camp. Mm. So after breakfast, the only thing that's going on gaming-wise is Kurt's Chondax campaign, but the destruction phase. So... Uh, let's see, (laughs) where's the tech box? Games in the destruction phase will be 3,000 points, full uh, full panoply of war. Uh, but overall, the thing is a five game event. Um, you will follow the Chondax campaign rules. The first three games are played at a level of 1500 points using a limited unit selection. These games are in the deception phase, and then the uh. During the destruction phase, it will be two-game event uh, going on after
0: breakfast on Sunday for those interested. Sadly, I will not be able to attend that. Be I, I, on Sunday. I will be getting up so early on Sunday to catch my flight. I think uh, I think Teo and I have to leave at around 4 o'clock in the morning, sadly. So it will be hugs and kisses Saturday night for everyone, and then we'll be sneaking out of uh the moon jelly cabin or the that's we're gonna have that's one of your your goals i'm giving you an extra job to do is because i know you're getting to camp before everyone with ryan you need to hunt down the new moon jelly cabin okay. definitely right. and then there's something there is one event happening uh in the war game academy happening yeah. sunday so, as well
3: uh, yeah so after after breakfast uh it's basically a, a, a hobby roundtable slash seminar. So, any questions you have or anything like, just it'll be, it'll be Ryan and Henry, and then you just ask them all the questions about hobbying and, and everything like that. It, it's this. It's similar like the clinic, except the clinic, um, Henry Steele will actually work with you as you work on your models, whereas the roundtable is just like a seminar type thing where you just. Uh, you just sit you, Just all in the the hobby class And you're just asking questions and talking about Hobbying Sweet. About right yeah. on. And then That's it That is War Games Camp
0: 2019 Oh man I can't wait It's going to be yeah. There's so much, so much awesome stuff I think that the gaming and the hobby Side of it has been scheduled so well And I really love that there's so many Open gaming spots Because you know we had so many cool things that happened last year that weren't scheduled. Like, I know oh, yeah. I took part in a big, like, four versus four game, which took, like, all morning on on Ryan's huge, oh, yeah. like, highway. And the,
3: the, the, uh, we, we just recorded an RFI episode on on Friday, and I was talking about, like, one of my biggest regrets from last year was not participating in, like, that objective shot ZM game that like 14
0: people were involved in oh I didn't even I didn't even know yeah it was going on it was going on at like 2
3: o'clock in the morning like (laughs) there was like Trevor Derek uh, I think Bill and Bob were involved with it too oh man like like, every objective marker within the ZM board like you had to take a shot and so, like, these dudes got messed up, man. <laughs> it was crazy.
0: Oh, that's um, awesome. And
3: hopefully hopefully Zach's doing bruising pew-pews.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Just say. I, I know. Well, like, he, he is traveling, right? So okay. I know he is convoying up, but I'm not too sure. I'm going to bring the patch because I've got the patch right here. I'm bringing it.
3: You got a big-ass patch. I didn't get a big-ass patch.
0: Well, yeah, he gave it to me so I can run some uh, events up here, which <laughs> which I haven't done yet and I feel a little bit <laughs> guilty about. But uh, I'm going to bring it just in case it's needed. And, uh, yeah, it'd be awesome for something like that to be going on. But the opening gaming, like, you know, there is that big, like I was saying, the big, like, four-versus-four game. I know that – forget who all took part in it, but uh, – um, the, I, except for will i know there is that big um prospero board that i think andrew yeah. might have brought and they played the huge battle of prospero <laughs> yeah. mission where uh, lehman russ and magnus start in the begin in the center of the table and then it's just an all-out shit show going on around them and that was just super cool to go over occasionally and watch what's going down so uh yeah these open gaming uh spots are like good times to, for like hey man you've got you're like I'm Iron Warriors and you're Imperial Fist. Let's have a throwdown and do like this special mission or, you know, very good times for doing that kind of thing. Or you might just want to go outside and have like a little slip and slide action or, uh, you know, just hang out with cool dudes. Take a trip to the moon and back. You know what I mean? Well, Jay, I think Jay will be on the moon for the entire the entire weekend. That's at least what I'm hoping. We're going to have an antenna set up, a little communications di- shout on the lawn so we can communicate with them.
3: Fucking kids and their jazz cigarettes
0: these days. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, I'm pretty sure, like, the the Apollo area astronauts aren't the only 12 people that went to the moon because I'm pretty sure there's one other dude that's living up there most of the time. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, man, it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I can't wait. I, Tao and I are taking the red eye flights on Wednesday night and uh, doing a. I think we're taking how many flights? One, two. Okay, I think it's just three flights. But I think by the time we do an overnight flight and get, I think we arrive at like 9:30, and Kurt's picking us up. I think we're gonna be super super jazzed. I'm gonna be like on my like third win by then and just be jacked ready ready to see all my heresy boyfriends it's gonna be good
3: it's gonna be such a great time
0: yeah man sunday will be sad though it was definitely like last year sunday morning was so like depressing i'm actually kind of glad that i'm leaving so early in the morning so i don't (laughs) need to see like everyone like just like it's so last day like we all are slowly leaving heading to the airport it was just it was like this very drawn out saying goodbye to everyone which was a little sad finally yeah. i was just like to ezra like let's just go i can't take any more of these goodbyes let's just gotta get out of here let's go to whataburger right. <laughs> yeah. it always uh, sucks
3: last day always sucks
0: yeah but yeah it's gonna be good it, lots of yummy food that ryan's preparing and it's uh it's gonna be uh I'm, I'm excited to to i'm excited to get there these four weeks can't go by soon enough even then i have to get a lot of painting done in these four weeks so
3: i have a lot of painting to do and then also gotta do the event
0: book um just some other little bullshit for camp so what's on but, your painting table other than the gothic game or gothic stuff that you gotta paint
3: the rest of the Flames of War stuff, and then just whatever Dark Angel stuff I feel like painting. All right, right on. So hopefully all the Ravenwing stuff.
0: So I really wanna do. Sweet. Oh, you better, uh, you better get busy, boy. I know. I know. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I'm. I think this will be our last Road to War Games camp before uh, War Games camp kicks off. So uh, thanks for uh, going being the the last guy here to go through the events with me and uh i can't wait to see you there buddy
3: you're welcome for having me
0: (laughs) all right buddy thanks for uh coming on and i'll see you in a few short weeks yeah
1: Welcome back, baby You're here to close out the show With the big brown thunder himself <laughs> The chunder th- Hi, my name's Tao I'm here with AJ and John We're gonna close the show out now Okay, you guys ready? I'm ready AJ oh. I'm ready Okay, so AJ You know what to do Land this fucking pig
0: I'll land this pig So big thanks to Vicente For coming on And chit-chatting And bullshitting as as usual uh, with us, I always love having Vince on. Stay tuned to next episode where he'll probably take over our podcast to some degree at Heresy Camp <laughs> or War Games Camp. I mean, uh, it, it it just happens. War- Heresy Camp, War Games Camp, it's all the same thing. Um, so you can follow us on Facebook at Boys of the Golden Throne. You can follow us on Instagram at BotGT30K. Or you can also follow. Mr Big John West uh, that is Big John West on Instagram uh and you know if you're in the Nanaimo area, you should go see Teo at uh, famous Frank's and uh, get a dog and talk heresy um, while listening to you know some funk or maybe tool or the various different musics that Teo loves to play at his hot dog stand uh, quite varied it is quite varied i for a second. It, you know, you might even get some Motown Some Barry, Barry White Can't get enough of your love, baby
1: Can't get enough um, your love, baby That's what I'm talking I about. don't know, I don't know why
0: I'm sorry, I shouldn't have I, I opened up the box And he just jumps <laughs> if, if I opened up it a little bit, you know uh, So, obviously, we got War Games Camp Happening in, like, I don't know Nine days, we live in eight days Can't wait um so that is happening in Indianapolis. Come and hang out with me and Teo. If you can't make it and you're in like the Ontario area, there is Heresy Weekender North happening in Markham, Ontario. Uh Garrett's going going to that one. I'm jealous that they get Garrett and we don't, but you know, can't win them all. Uh we still have the DMD charity going on, so you go buy your ticket, 35 bucks a ticket. You can win yourself a 2,500 point Xana army, or uh, you could win yourself a 2,500 point Ultramarines army, or uh, the other one has, oh, it's a militia army with a Reaver in it. That's pretty sweet. You can also win yourself a Warhound donated by Boys of the Golden Throne and painted by Little Legend Studio. Uh, So, you know, go buy your ticket. Help out a good cause. Um, There is also, we got a shout-out for another event happening. Our boy Zach, who we met down at the LVO last, uh, not last year, the year before. Almost two two years ago now. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, So, anyway, he he is uh, running the event, the Heresy event at the SoCal Open, which is happening October 26, 27. There is a Facebook group there, which we will put in our show notes, uh, player packs out for that looks pretty sweet. So go check that out and, uh, push the heresy down in SoCal, get your tan. on. Yeah. And then yeah. we've got, um, we soon have a, we will have a new announcement coming probably by next episode, but, uh, Mark your calendar for some time in February for the next Boys of the Golden Throne, maybe one day event. Get your. uh,
2: Open gaming.
0: Yeah, it's going to be. It's just going to be a one day event. We're going to get the bar going at the Legion. We need to still nail down the exact date, but it's just going to be open gaming. We're going to have some Necromunda tables. We're going to have 30K tables. Get some Titanicus tables going on. Uh, Just uh, come and hang out with some boyfriends and uh, roll some dice. And then we have our 12th inaugural Big D event happening June 6th and 7th, 2020. So that will be our big two-day event next year. So we are going to uh, start rolling out details on that uh, getting closer to the end of the year. So uh, we'll give a... a, It is going to be 40 spots, and so we will give a good long chunk of time where we will announce when tickets go on sale, but I have a feeling those will go pretty quickly. So uh yep. if you're interested we have a Facebook group set up for that. Just click interested so you can get any uh any news that we post about it. So uh other than that that's all from my little uh, rundown here. Boys you got anything to say before we land this pig?
2: Yeah, two quick things. Um, so in November uh, the Spire is hosting a mega battle. So I would like to make the challenge to everyone in our local community to try to make it up there because it would be pretty awesome for us to all to just like go over there in like a Winnebago and um, you know roll up that and sh- and show yeah, show some, uh, show some support for them and you know get her going. So that's uh, gonna be November 10th. Um, if you do want to go, uh, search uh, a day of remembrance, a Horus heresy apocalypse battle in the, uh, in Facebook, the event should come up and, uh, there's some stuff like comment, what you want to play and what Lord of War you want to bring and stuff. So they can plan that. Um, so they want to make it remain kind of balanced. And then the other thing is uh, on the on the sort of uh, notion of LVO. I think I should say it officially here because I've, I've I've been telling people sort of in the local group, but I haven't actually said it officially. I'm I don't think I'm going to be able to make LVO this year. And by I don't think I mean I'm not going to be able make a, make LVO. <laughs> no, sorry, rather next year. Um, it's just not going to work. Unfortunately, um, I'm trying to plant pack too many trips into that yeah. that sort of yeah sort of period. I just. I did some soul searching and after being sad and just realizing the other trips were more important to me I just uh yeah I just had to had to can it so yeah still gonna be a fun event but uh yeah I, I think and you have you've said you're not going as yeah, low, well right just agey, because so. my,
0: my work situation and health recently and having to miss so much work I, I'm just not gonna be able to do it so uh but I think we're gonna try to get uh Bill the organizer on uh in one of the next upcoming yeah, episodes yeah. to to chat for sure, about the like event because it. it does sound pretty pretty dope. So yeah, sadly sure. we just can't get them all.
2: Yeah. Also, I think uh, we're going to be on a live stream for um, the uh, oh for uh, the from, Fall Line Thirty K guys.
0: Yeah. More yeah details so for more details soon for that. All right, Teo, you got
1: anything? Uh not at this privy time.
0: All right. Well, because you're shirtless or not shirtless, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hopefully you you're gonna soon start packing your bags, which won't include shirts for uh, war games camp <laughs> and uh,
1: uh, shirts for the plane rides at least.
0: Okay, yeah, that yeah, we need to get you through security for sure. That's important. And yeah. uh, but then once I think we should like there should just be a a bin like at the entrance of camp that just has a little sign with you know made it drop your shirt off yeah it's just cart it's like really rough like you know someone with a crayon just like taos shirts here and it's like maybe a penis pointing down into the box and you can just (laughs) leave them there and then pick them up on your way out right all right well hugs and kisses we're out of here
2: see you pimps